What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new podcast coming right at you. But real quick, you know what we got to do first. We got to make some announcements and talk about some sponsors and all that fun shit. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the video versions of this podcast. But the video versions are coming to a new home. So we're not just brought to you by the video versions of the podcast. I finally got off my ass and I've launched a Patreon. The video versions going forward are going to be at patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. Now, the Patreon subscription is a bit more expensive to get the videos than the Vimeo subscription, but it will have added content from my video game stuff, from my silly videos, custom content. It's going to be a lot more than just the video versions for the price. And if you just want to support me in the show, you can do it for as little as $3 a month. That is 10 cents a fucking day. You find that on your fucking couch. So if you want to see the video version of this episode, and I'm sure you do, check it out today at patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. We are also brought to you by the Twitch stream. That's right. Come hang out on Twitch. If you're listening to this on Thursday, we're doing a community gameplay, and we'd love to have you if you're a member of the community at twitch.tv slash Matt F and Slayer. Come hang out, hang in the chat. Let's do some shots. Let's have some fun. Let's play some video games. Once again, at twitch.tv slash Matt F and Slayer. Last but not least, we are brought to you by my Amazon affiliate link. If you go in the show notes and click on that link before you buy something on Amazon. Oh my God. You'll be helping me out. You'll be helping the show out. Cost you nothing but a couple of seconds. So do me a solid click on the affiliate link before you make it your purchase on Amazon. It's in the show description. Anyways, let's get on with the show. Also, before we get on the show, if you get on the Patreon, one of the lowest tiers has ad-free versions of the audio. And it's up before Thursday. So you get it early and you get it ad-free. Just putting that out there. My guest this week is newbie adult performer, Caitlin Bell. It's Caitlin's very first podcast. We talk travel, music, yeah, a little bit about sex life, weird story about apparently she slept with a dude I met years ago who has a very distinct tattoo. This was a very fun episode, as you could tell by the two and a half hour runtime. Definitely going to have Caitlin on again. We'll see if she follows through on some of the things we agreed to on air. But in the meantime, sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy Drinking Buddies. How the hell are you? I am fabulous. You made it all the way from somewhere deep in the valley directly off set to here. I'm I'm honored. Most people are like, oh, when I get off set, the last thing I want to do is fucking more work. <laughs> this isn't work. This is fun. She's, and my job is also not work. <laughs> she says that now. Like an hour into this, like, why? Why why did I do this? This is far. <laughs> it's another beautiful day in sunny California. Right? Yes. You were Joining us from the east fucking coast. I am. And I'm soon to be going to be a resident here. Well, cheers to that shit. Cheers. 
I love your glass. Thank you. <laughs> mm. Delicious. And a very um, unique wine glass. <laughs> that is actually from my mother's first wedding's like wedding crystal. Okay. So just like, okay, mom, thanks. I guess I'll serve this to porn stars now. <laughs> <laughs> I never use the shit. Does your mom know what you're doing with that glass? Oh, yeah. She listens to the show. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Her one response was like, it's nice to hear that you're getting laid. And I'm like, thanks, mom. Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> hey, it's very important. It is. It is. It is part of life. It's a good sex drive and a good sex life is very necessary for happiness. It is. And more people need to realize that. Like, I don't understand why people think that, oh, my God, sex is dirty. We all fucking got here from it. Right. Exactly. Every last one of us. Yeah. Some people are just more prudish than others. <laughs> but in the end, we all like to fuck, for sure. Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, I'm sure there's some people who are like... Asexual. Asexual. And yeah. If they're happy, good for them. Yeah, exactly. To each their own. <laughs> I, I'm not here to knock them, but not my cup of tea. Uh, I'm definitely not in that asexual category. <laughs> You'd be amazed that some people do get in the industry that are asexual. They're just like, this is... I don't necessarily enjoy this. It's work. It's money. Really? Yeah. That must be an uncomfortable feeling, though, because I don't feel like I'm working at all. I feel like I'm just having great sex with hot guys <laughs> with decent-sized penises. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. You must be a size queen if you're like, oh, yeah, porn cock's decent size. Oh, well, okay, <laughs> giant penises. <laughs> but I actually thought when I first started that it was going to be a lot harder um, because the guys I've dated weren't exactly the biggest. Um, but it's been fun, fine. I'm actually kind of impressed myself. It's amazing. You know, that orifice will expand to let a baby out of it at some point. It will take yeah, quite a bit. I know. <laughs> but it is, you know, a little terrifying when you see like an arm, third arm coming out of somebody. <laughs> Whoa. Um, that, uh, uh, like no, the, I don't think so. Yeah. For the, for the audio audience, Caitlin is a tiny person. So it, she's probably like doing the math like... That's where my intestines are, right? <laughs> I've actually seen a video uh, with a girl who was smaller than me, and you could see it protruding out of her stomach. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. That's incredible. <laughs> Does not look fun. No, it, it looks like the scene from Aliens where, like, the alien's going <laughs> to pop out, like, oh. I remember that. Bringing back some old memories. <laughs> so what's your drink of choice? And today we are drinking Rittenhouse Straight Rye, 100 Proof Rye. Oh, God. On the rocks. Can you can you hold your alcohol or are you? Uh... No, I'm a horrible. Yeah, I can hold my. Yeah, alcohol. okay. <laughs> I would be the worst host of this show ever if I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna just sit here and drink with people and then just be falling over. There have been a couple episodes where it's like, did I save the episode? Fuck. <laughs> Those you know, happen few and far between where we just really tear one on and it's like. <laughs> so, what's the drunkest someone's gotten on air? Oof, oof. Um. Well, we had one guest who's like, can we take a break for a second and then puked in a cup? Like, <laughs> that was way back in the day, <laughs> pre-video, so there's no proof of that happening. Right, but you we witnessed it. I witnessed it. Uh, definitely had... Was he taking shots or what? No, he was just trying to keep up with me and the co-host at the oh, time. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> uh, definitely had the bassist from a... Pretty big band, get real drunk and have to sleep it off on my couch. Oh, wow. Yeah, you, I guess people have a lot of fun at this show. That's the point. <laughs> that is the fucking point. Like, the last thing I want 
is people to come on this show and be like, oh, just another boring fucking interview. No. Yeah, we want people to like come here and have a good time. We want the audience to experience like what it'd be like if you and I were just hanging out at a bar. Right. I'm a lot of fun. <laughs> I can already tell. Like within like 10 minutes of being here, it's just like, oh, Caitlin's going to be fun. Like you get some people who are just kind of like, okay. And you're just like, oh, no, no, no. Let me touch up my makeup. Let's do this. I've used a bartender. I'm cracking open this bottle. Like, <laughs> Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be here as well. Well, uh, thank this you. This is my first podcast ever. Oh, my God. The one virginity I can take. You took my podcast, Cherry. Oh, oh. <laughs> Aww. Yes. So you will always be have a special place in my heart. And much like, you know, some people, she may be cursing my name one day. Never. Aww. I don't see that happening. I don't either, but I like to, you know, just throw that out there just to be an asshole sometimes. Because I've only known you for 10 minutes, and I think you're an incredible person. Oh, oh, that opinion will definitely change. <laughs> so now that you're looking at L.A., what have you seen since you've been here? Like, what has turned you on to this fucking city? So, since I've been here, I went to a jazz club, listened to some jazz. Which jazz club? I don't remember. It was a it was a bumble date. <laughs> oh, you're out here bumble dating? What? I I like bumble dating. I mean, it's usually just for dinner um, and some you know good conversation. I don't really sleep with any of them because you know I've already got my rocks off uh, at work. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, I, I go out once in a while. So I, I went to a jazz club. That was interesting. He had a a truly waiting for me in the car, which was, he's like, check the, check the side pocket. And I, it was a truly there. I don't thought that was sweet, <laughs> but kind of weird. That's a little weird. Like, hey, we're just going to set the mood of like, by the way, we're just going to break the law and you're just going to be drinking yeah, in exactly. a car. Exactly. Um, it was, it was really interesting. Um, it's like he was going like, I'm going to be the like Diet Coke of Dangerous. <laughs> like, I got a truly waiting for you it's not like he's like got a flask and like letting you take a hit off that it's like a truly it's but i just wouldn't want to know why he picked a truly of all the things he just saw you in your profile I was like I she looks she, like a truly girl she looks like a truly no <laughs> no nah, nah, not the claw truly truly yes oh yeah there's the white claw it was truly for sure <laughs> so i've seen i went to a jazz club um i went i was at west hollywood all day yesterday day drinking um, a place called La Bohemia or something. La is Bohemia, yeah. Yeah, that place is really cool. Um, I wasn't that impressed with their food, but the ambiance was great. That's how they get you a lot of times. It's like, oh, hey, this place is great. And then you're like, ah, oh, the food. Nah. The food and the drinks were like, that was probably the worst Bloody Mary I've ever had. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> and everyone at the table was just like, what is this? Um, but the the ambiance is great. I like how it was outside. It was, you know, rustic. Um, and then you go inside and it's really fancy in there, but we sat outside. That's the beautiful part about LA is just like the indoor outdoor space of it and not, and not like fucking Florida where it's just like. <sighs> so that's also what I love about LA in Florida. There's no way you could sit outside and enjoy a brunch. You would be sweating your ass off the entire time here. A nice little breeze kicks in and it, you know, cools you off for a moment. It's not too hot. It's not cold. It's I really love the weather here. Oh, it's it's so much better than Florida. I years and years ago was stuck in Hialeah for about six months, so I I know what South Florida is like in the fucking summer. Like never again. <laughs> my my Joe job at the time was like, you want to move down here? I'm like fuck no, <laughs> fuck no, get me back to the West Coast. And it's really cool. My hair stays curly here. It's like out there, I never did it because I'd go outside and it would just poof up. Yeah. <laughs> 
audio listeners, you should see how nice Caitlin's hair looks. Like Aww, she looks like you. straight hair and makeup from set. So there was a professional involved, I'm assuming. Oh, yes. She's one of the best, too. Um, I love her. <laughs> so what else have you been doing? You went to a jazz club. You went out for some brunch. Oh, what else have I done? That's pretty much it. Oh, I went out to um, one of my friends. Her name is Crystal Rush. She's also in the industry. Uh, we've been kind of, we're getting really close. She's an amazing person. She took me to Yamashiro. Oh yeah, Yamashiro up in the hills. Yeah, she knows the owners. So um, they, of course, catered to us, brought us way more food than we needed, uh, and then afterwards they owned the club underneath called Tribal. So they took us there, and then we continued, you know, our night, and then we ended up in his mansion. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah! I woke up uh, just. Just so confused of what it had. And then, of course, all the memories come back. But I was in a mansion, and I was so big that I couldn't find how to get out. And I went to the wrong part of the house, and the alarm system went off. <laughs> and uh, this giant dog came running up the stairs. Of course, he did. He was just like, what's going on? Um, yeah, that was <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> but other than that, that's uh, I've been trying try not to party before I have to work the next day, just because... You can see it in your face, um, those red eyes. Uh, so I've been trying to go to bed at a decent time so that I can wake up. Look at you, fresh in the industry and fucking <laughs> responsible. <laughs> a- am I going to get someone in trouble tomorrow? Or we? No, not at all. So tomorrow, um, after this, I'm just going to go home, maybe enjoy a little, you know, smoke and uh, go to bed. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you can drink as much as you want and I'm not going to get you in trouble with any directors. No, awesome. not at all. I'm a responsible adult. I know when to say no. Awesome. Well, as I said before we got on there, this is self-service. I have put the bottles in front of you. <laughs> Serve yourself as much as you or as little as you want. I love that you brought two. <laughs> well, it's better to have too much. Than too little. Exactly. I always I agree. There's been so many times I'm like, oh, no, I'll be fine with one. And then I definitely need one or two or three. Not just for myself, but... <laughs> I mean, it's for yourself. I'm not one to judge. <laughs> well, nah. thank you. I appreciate it. Like, if you kill both bottles by yourself, it'd be like, thumbs up. <laughs> that would be pretty impressive. I mean, I've seen worse. I'm, I'm so glad that I ate before I got here. That I'm glad, too. Yeah. Like, we just met. I mean, I would be willing to hold your hair, but I don't want to have to. Do you have a cup anywhere nearby? Oh, shit. <laughs> so, I'm going to do this like a real approach. <laughs> right at the table. I'm not going to even get up from the seat. I mean, it's my purse anywhere. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's your purse. Whatever you want to do to it. I mean, it's your purse. I'm not, once again, not judging. <laughs> so you're a very open-minded person. Oh, yeah. I'm, you can't be around this business for as long as I have and not be. Right. So how did you get into this business? Well, I'm sorry, audience, who's heard this story before. What happened was I used to do armed security in Chicago, and I started partying with a bunch of performers that lived in Chicago, and through them I met people. I started going on the road and like doing security and roadie work for performers. And then through them, I met some other performers who one of them, her husband was a director friend. And he's like, I'm opening a studio in Vegas. Come West. And I went, fuck it. I'm in. <laughs> and 10 years later, I'm just still here doing odd jobs doing this. And that's awesome. It's kind of weird, crazy how life takes you certain places. Um, as far as the industry goes, I, I moved, I went out to Florida when they recruited me off Twitter and I never in a million years would ever have thought that, you know, if someone said, are you going to be doing porn? I would have laughed my ass off. Be like, no way. Um, everyone just has this this idea of what porn is. Uh, it's completely different than I even thought. It's so professional. Um, I'm meeting some of the nicest people in the world. 
that are very, you know, professional and helpful and just interesting walks of life. So if I would have known it was like this, I would have jumped on board a long time ago. But life happens the way it should. Well, to be fair, it wasn't always like this. I was told that it's changed a lot. It's changed a lot, even the last like five years. Really? And how so? Like, I've been working on a Mind Geek set with a crew in Vegas recently. And it's like, it, there never used to be entrance and exit interviews. Like, you just showed up, you did your work. No one asked if, like, you were here of your own volition, oh. sober. Like, do, do, was everything on set okay? Like, those interviews just didn't happen. Right. Or, I never per- firsthand saw this, but I heard allegations from friends where when exit interviews did happen, like, they felt coerced to tell that, like, they had a good time even if they didn't because oh, they were wow. holding their check. Okay, I gotcha. That's horrible. Where these days it's, above board and it's like no here's your check did you like is everything cool no it's they're very thorough now like i've never signed so much paperwork and done so many (laughs) before and after interviews yeah and a lot of that stuff didn't happen even five years ago i'm so happy so i got in at the perfect time i feel and you got in a weird time really well because you got to look back at like the 90s 2000s there were a lot of companies with a lot of fucking money dropping a lot of money on performers like you could be a performer who just fucking performed and make six figures, a million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Those days are gone. Right. Like, there is no one who is just performing, making that kind of money. Right. Now it's like, there's a lot less perf- production happening. You got to pretty much be your own production house, like doing OnlyFans content to really make big money. Right. You got to be much more of a hustler. Like, I'm not saying you could be lazy back in the day, but you could work a lot less and make a lot more. Okay. Gotcha. Well, I'm, I'm up for the ride. <laughs> and of course I have, you know, my OnlyFans is starting. Um, I need to get more onto that. I have an assistant cause I don't really understand it. Um, I just, you know, make content and send it to my assistant to post for me, but I'm going to start, you know, being really engaged before and after work just so I can get to know my fans like personally. Um, cause I notice even when I jump on there for an hour, I'm already, you know, raking in some money, just scheduling Skypes. Uh, so I'm definitely going to be more attentive to my only. <laughs> Hell yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I would not recommend anyone get in this industry this day and age if they're not willing to, like, basically be their own production house. Right. Like, being on set's well and good, but the real money is doing it for yourself. Right. And it's it would be smart to, like, find an agency that knows the business and knows how to market you well. Um, so that's also what I'm I'm hoping to get is some direction. You're already brand new and you have a publicist already. You're already doing the right thing. Right. Like, you know, a little inside baseball. Caitlin did not just find me out of the blue and like end up on the show. Like <laughs> just a, on the street, you know, <laughs> you, you, dude, you look like, you know, you'd be fun to drink with. Oh my God, you have a pod now. Like, her publicist hit me up and made this happen. I'm very happy he did. Like, I will you know, send stunning reviews. Be like, Kaylin's amazing. Oh, like, you have such you. a great client. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. But you, you're doing it right already having a publicist because how do you stand out from the hundreds of other performers out there? Exactly. Especially in the OnlyFans era where your average waitress bartender may have an OnlyFans that you're competing against as well. Right. That's true. Um, I'm... I always said, though, I wouldn't sign a contract. Um, I've said a lot of things that I take back. <laughs> One of them was that L.A. sucked and I would never live here. California is too big, too, uh, too many fires, 
screw the earthquakes. And now I'm like, I'm in love. <laughs> but that's the sign of a rational adult to be given new information and change your opinion about it. Right. I mean, I always try something once. Um, and then I make my decision off that. And I never listen to what other people say because I find out that people have opinions about everything. And just because they have a bad experience doesn't mean you're going to. 100%. 100%. And like, especially like, what is that person's background that's giving you that opinion? Like, what what is flavoring that opinion? That, like, that opinion doesn't exist in a vacuum. Yeah, exactly. So like, I take people's opinions with a grain of salt. Like, okay, I know you, we got background. Like I, I trust your judgment. I, I hear your opinion. I'm not necessarily going to take it as gospel, no, but just, just appreciate, you know, the advice <laughs> and then do what you follow your instinct and your gut. And, uh, that's what I've done my whole life. Um, I've lived a pretty wild life, <laughs> but it's been fun. And, uh, like I said, if I had listened to anybody, I would not be sitting at this chair having this great conversation with you. Who knows where I'd be? Any idea where you'd be if you like, you'd follow the path that someone else had like set out for you? Yeah, I would be married um, to a very wealthy individual who treated me like shit. Uh, so that, yeah. living oh. that, that suburban life with no friends. Um, Fuck that. Exactly. <laughs> I know current America is like, oh my God, we we got to make all the fucking money. But it's like, in my opinion, you just got to have enough to like, and be able to enjoy life, like not have to worry about exactly. it. Exactly. And do what you want, like do what you want. Uh, like for me, I want to make enough, and I'm, you know, I'm doing well uh, to see the world. That is my passion. That will always be my passion. And one country at a time, unfortunately, COVID's kind of put the brakes on my travel, Um but I know that this is going to go away. I don't know how soon, but the moment those borders are opened up, me and my best friend are out. Where are you guys going first? Uh, Spain. Ibiza. We're in Spain. Oh, Ibiza? Yeah. Oh, you got phone parties. Yeah, we're going to go completely crazy. It's my That's my heritage. Um, I'm Spaniard. But I've never been to Spain, so I don't know. I've been to Madrid. It was a good fucking time. I've heard. That's where my family was from. Nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. I'm like, I went to Spain, and then we went to... Alicante, down by the Mediterranean coast. Like, good eats. Everyone I talk to says Spain is amazing. I've never heard anyone say anything bad about it. Yeah. I I had a blast there. I had some unfortunate sex there, but I had a blast <laughs> otherwise. Unfortunate sex, huh? Yeah, I may have jumped on a grenade at my friend's wedding and... Ooh. I was real drunk. I mean, real drunk. Like, passed out on a pool table drunk. Oh, wow. And when I came upstairs, like, it's kind of like, uh, 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 all right. And then, like, started to sober up while I was inside. And I'm oh, like, oh, God. God. What, what am I doing? Well, I'm already here. Just close your eyes. Just don't think about it. Pretty much. Pretty much. And then it's like, oh, on top of, like, being just not who I really would brag about having sex with. She's kind of sucked as a person, too. So it's just like, oh, oh this is a double-edged sword. Yeah. Nothing like being unattractive inside and out. Yeah, that's the worst. Poor girl. Poor me. <laughs> Poor me. She chose to suck, not me. Yeah, you're right. Well, hey, maybe you maybe you brightened her day that day. Oh, no, no, no. When she got back to the States, she claimed it never happened. So She sounds like a psycho. Oh, yeah. I, I'm really happy that, like, that... Like, oh, hey, you said that didn't happen? Awesome. Because <laughs> it didn't for me either. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Uh, those unfortunate sex experiences. You got any you want to share with the class? Um, well, it was just a weird one. He, uh, he had a tattoo of a penis on the side of his leg. I know that guy. No way. Like, he looks like a real penis. Yeah. Very detailed. Dark hair? Um, yeah, it's pretty dark, but the penis was way bigger than his actual penis. Like, <laughs> uh, the possibility of there being two people there with has that. to be the same person. Yeah, I know. Like, I met that guy. Oh my, that is so weird. He was <laughs> spending time with a, another performer friend of mine. I met him at AVN 14. Okay. Like, because I remember this distinctly because we were drunk in the room. Me, him, my friend he was with, and then my drunken fiance at the moment. I almost got drunkenly married at ABN 14. It was a. It, <laughs> this was at the moment she was your fiance. She's yes, not yeah, currently like, your fiance. No, uh, about 48 hours later, she was not my fiance. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. The audience has heard the show, they heard that story a bunch of times, but like we're back in the room and like we're all drinking. And he's like, I don't even remember how it came up, but we're like, we're going to have a stupid tattoo competition. And I'm like, I showed him my chest tattoo, which is funny, but it's kind of stupid. <laughs> Stop. That's very original, though. I've never seen anything like that on somebody. For the audio audience who's somehow unaware and not seen me topless at some point, <laughs> I have an NC-17 tattoo on my chest. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, no, I got you beat. And then, like, the, <gasps> the real-life-looking penis. And it was very detailed. Like, it had veins and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I met him in Atlanta, if it's the same person. But I'm going to have to have my friend and be like, because I very vaguely remember. Like, that's all I could, I remember dark hair, and that's what he looked like. It was a pretty drunk night. Yeah. You could imagine <laughs> that. I almost got married to someone I had hung out with, and I hadn't even banged at that point. So how long did you know her? Oh, I'd known her for a minute. She was a performer. Oh, okay, gotcha. The the quick and dirty of the story was we ditched to the award show and she went, this is my first trip to Vegas. I should have a quickie wedding. And I went, fuck it. I'm in. So you did a Vegas wedding? Almost. We got the license and then the Kiss Chapel was not readily available. And then we both kind of sobered up and we're like, no, nah. this is a really dumb idea. Yeah. It's kind of like when I almost got a tattoo of a camel on my toe. <laughs> Signed the paperwork, sat down on the chair and... My brain was like, what are you doing, girl? You don't have any tattoos on your body. Why are you putting a camel on your toe? Um, one of my girlfriends, she suggested it. She's She has like a mustache on her finger, like just random just stuff. Yeah. it's um, So she's like, come on, let's just do it. And I, I was really high at the time. Like, you know, that sounds like a great idea. But I uh, bolted out once, you know, I realized that was pretty dumb. <laughs> or I'd have a camel on my toe right now. It'd be very distinct. It'd be, I mean, just embarrassing. <laughs> well, it's not necessarily embarrassing. It's just like, oh, that's where I was when this happened. It's just a reminder of the memory. Yeah, but it wasn't that great of a memory. I was just really high. You know, it's not like I was in some country or having some wonderful experience. I was just high. <laughs> well, sometimes that's important. Sometimes just being high is important. Yeah, definitely. I enjoy being high. That's mind-blowing. Like. Either there are two dudes out there with, I'm still like back on the, like the dude with the penis on yeah. his earth. Either there are two dudes out there with the penis on their inner thigh, or we know the same dude with the same that bad tattoo. so weird. I did not have sex with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, his penis was smaller. It just made his penis look smaller than it was because the penis on his leg was gigantic. <laughs> but what, what, what was he thinking? Like, oh, it'd be a really good idea to 
put a penis on my thigh. That's not even the replica of my own penis. I'm sure it's a conversation starter. <laughs> and most people I find are too polite at the point where like genitals are coming out to be like, no, 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 that's cool. Like that was false advertising. I'm out. Right. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Some girls can be mean. I've heard my guy friends have told me some stories that, you know, girls being like, no, you can eat me out though. But I'm not going to waste my time with that. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> never had that happen. I've had people like, while I was inside of them, be like, hey, I'm cool. Like, eh, let's stop. Like, that's fine. It's like, okay, okay, cool. We're stopping. But I've never been like, someone not even let me get up to pl- up to bat. Right. Like, At least give me a shot, right? All right. It's the motion of the ocean. I'm not really a size queen, but being in the industry kind of is... Kind of changed my idea. <laughs> Nothing less than nine inches oh, at this point. Oh my goodness. I don't know how I'm going to go back to regular dating. I just don't. I mean, I'm getting paid to sleep with professional sex partners um, that are beautiful. And, you know, we say goodbye. I get my rocks off. I get paid. And I just have a smile on my face. And it's like, and when I do go on these dates, it's it's just for the dinner, the lunch <laughs> I'm not thinking, oh, we might have a future someday. It's just like, thanks for the dinner and the beautiful view. Um, Maybe we'll do this again. Maybe we won't. So are you opposed to like finding romantic love and being in a relationship at some point? So I have done it. I have uh, been in love multiple times. Some hurt worse than others. But I think after this last relationship, I was again being changed they try to change you they like what you do until they don't oh 100 and even when you sit there and you look them in the eye and you say are you sure you're okay with this because i'm not gonna stop i love what i do and then you know a couple months go by and they're crying or you know just upset and making me feel bad so i start turning into someone i'm not i start bartending doing jobs that that are not me then i start hating myself and i'm not gonna do that again um I am very happy being single. Uh, I do what I want, when I want, who I want, when I want to. And one day, yes, I I would be down for love. But I am not going to change a single thing about myself again. And I will. I wouldn't ask that for anyone else. When you love someone, you love all of them, even the bad stuff. So someday, but anytime soon. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. At least you're open to it. And that's the thing. That's why a lot of people in the industry only date within the industry because it's only other people in the industry who seem to fucking get it as much as people. There's still issues with that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, which I don't understand. It's like you're living that life. You both are living the same life, but yet there's still jealousy. When you know it's, I don't have, yeah, I have crushes on some of them. But it stays on set. I'm not going to take it further. Oh, but I was just about to ask who you got a crush on. Oh, I mean, I mean, I like, I like a lot of them. <laughs> I always find something redeeming about each person. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's their eyes. Sometimes it's just their body. Sometimes it's everything. Their hair. I don't know. The jealousy does happen, even in the industry. But it's still a lot better than in a lot of cases than musicians or some dude who's just like, oh, yeah, I'm totally cool with your job. And then they super aren't the minute you go back to work. It literally is the tale as old as time. Right. And I believe that 
there are people out there that can get it that aren't in the industry. Because I was dating um, a philosophy. He's now a philosophy professor at Georgetown University. I'm very proud of him. But he 100% supported me in everything I've ever done. To this day, we're still friends. Um, and he's he's like my rock. Um, we may not ever be together again just because, you know, we're different people, different times of our life. But he honestly got it. And uh, he never made me feel bad. He was supportive. And that's the way it should. I messed it up. I destroyed the relationship. Well, What'd you do? What'd you I do? Was, I was just bad. I, I rubbed, you know, rubbed what I did in his face. Uh, I was bad. I just, I took advantage of him and I broke his heart very, very badly. And he didn't deserve that. But, and he didn't talk to me for five years. COVID was a blessing and a curse for me. Um, after five years, I reached out again because he ne he would never respond. And he did. I think it's, you know, we're all sitting in our in our apartments, or our houses, not be able to do anything, realizing that life is precious and like you need to forgive and, you know, maybe not continue a relationship, but at least, you know, forgive. Um, so, yeah, he uh, he was the one that got away. Um, but I learned from that experience. I know that there's someone out there that will support me in whatever I do and haven't found him yet, but I'm sure he's out and there. And I'm not going to destroy this, destroy it this time. Good, good. And it's fucking good on you that you're like, I'm an immature adult human being to be like, yeah, I fucked up. Because yeah. so many people lack that self, self awareness. It's amazing how many people are just like, just look for whatever the other person did. An and, excuse. Yeah. Yeah. They don't ever want people want to own up to their mistakes. But I believe, you know, we all make them. We're humans. <laughs> but just, you know, own up to it and say, yeah, I fucked up. And I just don't do it again. Yeah. If you do it again, pick yourself back up. And just, just try. Every time you, you screw up, just keep trying to not screw up. Right. Learn from your fucking mistakes. That's the that's sign of, like, a reasonable human being. Because you're going, to, you know, you're, you're going to make progress if you actually try. Yeah. It might take a year. It might take five. But at least you're trying. Right. If you can admit that you made a mistake, you can progress from it. If you don't, well, you're just going to keep doing it over and over again. Be like, why do I keep meeting all these assholes? Like yeah. the definition of insanity, right? Right. Like, <laughs> hmm, what's the common denominator here? You. You, hmm. exactly. And why are they? And it's like, why are you attracting these people? There's something about you that's attracting these toxic people. I have no no time for toxicity. The moment I even smell or feel it, the smallest bit, I run. I'm like, no, you're out of my life. Um, I've just I surrounded myself with toxic people for way too long, and it was my fault. That's why I was unhappy because of my fault. I chose to allow these people into my life, and then I wondered why I was so sad. <laughs> To be fair, toxic people sometimes come candy-coated. They do. Oh, my gosh. They do. That is very true. I recently just uh, lost a friend of eight years um, who was not who I thought she was. Um, candy-coated. <laughs> eight years is a long time. You think you know someone. You don't. <laughs> yeah. And the thing about it is we live in a weird era where, like, in normal pre-internet times, people just drifted apart. It, um, like if you, you and I were like buddy, buddy and perfect match. And then like, just because of life experiences and choices, we just drifted away. Right. We could just drift away. Now it's like, oh no, no. Why'd you unfriend me? Why, 
You still see every fucking thing they're doing. <laughs> I hate that. That's the one thing I hate about social media is during a breakup with either a friend or, you know, a boyfriend. If they're still your friend on social media, you get to see all their shit. And if you delete them, it seems it's like kind of immature. Um, no, see, I disagree. I think that is actually the most mature thing you can fucking do. just delete them? Yeah, just be like, yo, maybe we can reconcile in the future. But right now I need to be away from you, especially when it's a romantic partner. And there's fucking harsh feelings involved. It's like seeing you and just being reminded of what's going on and like knowing that you're seeing my bullshit. Like I got to tiptoe around my own fucking social media because like I'm yeah. So the thing about me is, I mean, I live a pretty great life. Um, So I kind of like 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 rubbing it in their face by posting even more stuff of all the cool things that I'm doing just as a, you know, fuck you. That's healthy. That that's super healthy. Like I said, I'm not dating for a very long time. <laughs> like this is me and Ibiza, right? <laughs> Doing it for the gram. Exactly. It's rough. Eight years, ten years, like, but it happens. It does. People lose friends after twenty years, thirty years. Yeah, people end up in different places in fucking life, and it needs to be more socially acceptable to be like, hey. I don't hate you, but, like, we are very different people now. Yeah, and, you know, I respect you. You should respect me and just move on with our lives. Yeah, and I, unfortunately, for the last couple of years, like, had a falling out with a friend of over a decade who just, like, up in, you know, we're in different places in our lives. And he just decided, like, he was going to lie about shit. And I'm like, all right, I don't need that shit. Was he, like, like, lying to you or just? Yeah, yeah. like, because this is a crew that I used to, like, travel with a lot. And, like, we had a little bit of falling out, like, on one of the trips. I I was being an asshole, and I did not realize it. But instead of having a mature conversation about things, dude got upset. Then we had a conversation. I'm like, yo, what's up, man? I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I yeah. was being an asshole. Said everything was cool. I was like, hey, what do we want to do the next trip? Oh, I can't travel this year because, uh, you know, a new job. And then all of a sudden, like, they took a trip without me. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, that was really petty, though. Yeah, it's Why not? That's also something with people. If you don't want to be my friend or you have a problem with me, just tell me. Just say, I don't like you anymore. That would be so much better than just disappearing from my life um, or, you know, doing a petty thing behind my back. Yeah, and like, why lie about it? Exactly. Like, oh, hey, man, we're going to take a, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, take a trip with you. All right, cool. And the, the hilarious part about it is, like, I was in no position to take that trip. So if I was asked, I would have been like, I can't go. <laughs> like, would have been no issue. Because I just have, I have no space in my life for people who are just going to lie about dumb shit like right. that. Right. Me neither. Why lie when the truth will do? Yeah. That was like, a- we sat down and I was like, I was wrong. Are we cool? We're cool. Oh, I guess we weren't. That's also what I like about the industry. I feel like the reason I'm meeting so many amazing people is because there's no secrets. I mean, I know. Oh, there's a lot of secrets. I know that. But as far as like our sexuality, like there's a lot less, lot less secrets as far as who we are as people. Um, you know, we, we have sex on camera, you know, there's a lot, a lot of openness and uh, open-minded people that I'm being surrounded with. And that is also pretty fucking recent because the trend of, um, you know, Straight male performers performing with trans performers is all very recent. Like, 
there was a time within my time in the industry, like if you did crossover work and you performed on the gay side of the house, you perform with trans performers, you could get blacklisted and performers wouldn't want to work with you. Really? Why hmm. is that? I don't know how accurate this is, but back in the day, I was led to believe that the gay side of the house did not have the same testing standards. That's what I was also as you know, mainstream. So people were afraid of it for their own their own health. Yeah. yeah. And it's your right. But back then HIV was like, I mean yeah. they didn't have the cocktail or whatever that they have to Right. There was no it. prep. There was yeah. no cocktail. And I heard stories, you know, what I was at a conference during ABN like 12, 11 or 12 about a during one of the legal conferences where a producer was like, I have an HIV positive performer who's threatening to sue me for discrimination about not letting them perform. What? Yeah. He had the, the audacity to say that he has HIV and he was going to sue somebody because they wouldn't let him perform. Yeah. What came of that? Please tell me that they laughed in his face and said well, no. The producer literally was asking this panel of lawyers, like, I don't know what to do here. Because you legally can't discriminate against someone for a li- for a medical condition. Yeah, but but I mean, HIV is a sexually transmitted disease right, exactly. that kills people. So where's the line? <laughs> but that sort of stuff, hearing that sort of stuff made mainstream performers be like, nope, nope, you, you've performed on the gay side, nope. Yeah. I mean, even as recently as like 2018, people were still very actively discriminating against that sort of stuff. So it's very recent that like you have major performers like Xander Corvus just shot a scene for Brazzers with a trans performer. Right. Like that sort of shit just didn't happen even a couple of years ago. We're in a newer age of enlightenment about this shit. Right. I do like how much we're tested. Um, I always know my panel. That's also why I'm not sleeping with these bumble dates. It's like, show me your pa- show me your panel. <laughs> um, it's like, when was the last time you were tested? Oh, it was like six months ago. I'm like, how many people have you slept with since then? Uh, I don't even know. Exactly. How many condoms were used? Zero. That is, um, I find that kind of crazy. How many guys are like, let's not use a condom. If they're asking me, they're asking every other girl they've slept with, which is terrifying. Like, you don't know me. We just met. You took me to dinner and we're going to, you know, have sex without a condom. That seems like a really smart idea. Well, it's just because. HIV is not a death sentence anymore. And like through heterosexual sex, the likelihood of contracting it as a dude, pretty low. Okay. So it's like, well, possibly chlamydia, gonorrhea. Yeah, like, but the guy could, you know, give you the HIV. Oh, they're not, obviously not thinking about you. Yeah, exactly. They're thinking all about themselves. Obviously, sex feels better for you without a condom as well, but it's not worth the risk. You have pregnancy to consider too. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like, nothing like, oh, hey, Bumble date, whose name I barely remember, who I had a decent deal dinner with. Oh, cool. I have your kid now. <laughs> or have your abortion now. Fuck. Right. <laughs> yeah, that would be a tragic experience. Yeah. No one wants to go through that. And like, people don't think about it. I mean, I am guilty of it too, but I, you know. I'm, <laughs> You're guilty of it too. I am. I am. I'm like, I. It's been a minute since I've had protected sex, but I get tested fairly regularly. Not like every two weeks, but I do get tested right. pretty regularly. And honestly, the majority of the people I sleep with are performers. So I mean, they're the best people. <laughs> Hands down. The, some of the smartest, most beautiful, open-minded individuals I, I agree. have come across. I agree. And then they don't have the hangups. Because it's like, you know, you try to date 
even as a dude who's never been a performer, never wanted to be a performer, I'll go out on dates with civilian women and they'll just hear what I do and they're like, nah. did they do they get all weirded out? Even yeah. though you're not involved in the sexual aspect, they yeah. still get weird. Oh out. yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't get it. Jealousy issues. Could you imagine if you were just like some woman not involved in the industry would be like, hey, my boyfriend has porn stars over to his apartment every fucking week and drinks with them. Yeah, I mean, that definitely would be a weird conversation to have with someone who doesn't know anything about the industry. Right. Yeah, I get it. Or, yeah, I was talking to a girl recently and it was just like, something about sex came up and I stayed my opinion and she looked at me like I was speaking another fucking language. <laughs> like, why is that an issue? Like, what? I don't get it. So the next person I do get into a relationship with, we, I can, I, I don't think for personally for me, I can't be with one person for the rest of my life. I could be in love with the person and be with them, you know, but not, I never see myself having sex with one person for the rest of my life. Well, good thing you have a job where you get a lot of sex. <laughs> but I will, I mean, but the, I want, if we do get, I want to have this conversation We'll have our nights, you know, maybe we'll pick up a girl. Maybe we'll pick up another guy. Like, but it's not always going to be just me and you as far as the sex is concerned. I'm just not a monogamous girl. Like, but I could monogamously love you. But just not. Yes. Yeah. I need, I need variety. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And like cheating only happens when the rules are broken. Yeah, and people break them in the craziest situations. Like, I have a friend that's a, they were swingers. And this girl managed to cheat on him with his best friend. Um, and they had this great relationship. She just broke all the rules <laughs> to the worst way. It's like, why? Why'd you do that? It's the forbidden fruit. That's why. Right. Some people just want to live on the fucking wild side and like, Oh, no, no. I want to do what's dangerous, what's fucking taboo. Well, I, and if anything I, goes, what's taboo at that right. point? I mean, I, I, I have to admit I'm very adventurous and uh, I live on the edge a lot. But I know when I'm doing something wrong to actually hurt a person. If I want to fuck up my life by being crazy, that's fine. But you shouldn't do that to somebody else. Like, <laughs> oh, I wholeheartedly agree. My, my whole, as I've gotten older, my whole mentality on life is like, do whatever the fuck you want as long as you don't negatively affect other people. Right. Exactly. You want to do hard drugs? As long as no one's relying on you and you're not going to hurt anyone else? Yeah, fucking do hard mind. drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw someone smoking crack when I was getting Subway earlier. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> I was like, he's smoking crack. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Hollywood. This is a thing. It, it happens. Oh, I know. It does. But I love this city. Oh, I love it here too. Like, I have extensively traveled around the country. I've lived in a couple other cities. I have spent six to months to a year in other cities. And I'm like, there is no other place I would rather live than Hollywood. Right. Like, so Hollywood specifically. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love L.A. in general, but like this neighborhood's walkable. It's one of the few neighborhoods that's yeah, fucking walkable. Yeah, I've been to Hollywood twice since I've been here for that dinner and last night. Yeah. Like my local bars are walkable, too. There's restaurants that are walkable, too. There's theaters. There's like this is. I love this neighborhood. It's a little grimy. I, that suits me. <laughs> he, he liked the little grime. Yeah. Like, yeah. It builds fucking character. Oh, it does. Definitely. But it's also safe. It doesn't look like, you know, I mean, at night, it probably you don't want to hang out in that alley, but. I mean, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I am much a much larger human being yeah, than you. Yeah, you are. 
like, if I were you, you, yeah, I, don't, I might not want to hang out in that alley. Yeah, be like, I'm not gonna mess with that guy. Yeah. Plus, I don't look like I have any fucking money. So, like, what's the point? Like, oh, that's a fairly big dude who probably doesn't have shit worth robbing him for. Mm. See, the thing is, is you can't ever judge a book by its cover, though, because there's some wealthy individuals that don't look like they are. Look for the watch. The watch. Oh, the watch. Yeah. Like, I, I, my, in my life experiences, what I've learned is. No matter how bummy a white dude is dressed, if he has a nice watch, that's how you judge if he has money or not. <laughs> that's a really good way to, I mean, I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. Be like, what are you wearing around your wrist? Exactly. It's like, oh, are you dressed like, oh, but that's still a Rolex. Yeah, that should cost like 10 grand. Because, <sighs> you know, people are like, oh, I'm going to be out slumming it, but they still rock like fucking, they're fucking jewelry. Exactly. <laughs> that's how you can tell. This. The watch. The watch. The watch. I'm learning so much. I'm here to educate. This is actually an educational show. Like, we're going to pull out slides soon and, like, have a whole... Hey, I'm totally down for that. I'm all about learning, so... <laughs> and if you're going to do something, do it right. And have the mentors. But I'm... You just said you don't value other people's opinions. You don't take my... <laughs> don't take my advice. No, I will listen to your advice, and then I'll make the decision with my heart. And my guts, if it's the right one. It's a solid play. Yep. <laughs> I definitely feel like I'm um, I'm the strongest mentally, physically, emotionally I've ever been my entire life. And a lot of people before I came out, you know, to start doing this were like, oh, my God, it's so mentally damaging to your soul. Like, I heard everything. And I actually was like, you know what? I feel better, happier, more beautiful than I've ever felt my entire life. Um, so no, <laughs> this is not a bad thing. It can be, but yeah, of course, being a doctor can be too. Being anything can be a bad thing if you're in the wrong situation. Right. If you're in the wrong situation, anything can be soul crushing. It's all about your own mentality on it. Right. The, the biggest piece of advice I would tell anybody is just like, the anonymous people on the internet, their opinion does not fucking matter. Oh, God. I had to, I I have to admit, I did a, a let them at first get to me. Because uh, when I, you know, started, I was getting my account, fake accounts being made. People constantly flagging my stuff. And there's no nudity on my, like now a little bit, but not then. Absolutely no nudity. Um, people kept flagging my stuff. And saying just horrible things um, on my DMs. And for a little bit, like, I deleted my Instagram. I'm like, I don't know if I can. This is they're just mean. Um, and then I realized, I'm like, I'm obviously doing something right if someone's hating me for no reason. They've never met me. They've never had any involvement in my life. But yet they are being cruel and mean because they're jealous. Or I don't know what the reason is, but... Well, some of them are just trolling just to try to get your attention. Really? Oh, yeah. Some of them are just like, they just want any response out of you. Even if it's a negative one. Right. Yeah. It's the class clown mentality. It's like, yeah. I'm going to act up in class because then people will still pay attention to me. Right. That's like, that's how it was. And once like, I stopped giving a shit, now when I see those DMs, I just delete them. These dudes are just like, oh, hey, I'm going to just uh, try to troll this beautiful woman. And if she responds, look, look, she's in my DM. <laughs> Just all it is. But you're also like, 
a little older than the average performer when they start. So it's Damn. like you would get to like have that life experience and that life mentality. Like, unfortunately, some people come into this business who don't have that life experience. I've heard, yeah. And it can be fucking rough. I did come in very late, um, but I've been told I don't look my age. You definitely, <laughs> I like, you obviously don't look 21, but yeah, you, of course. you know, I don't know exactly how old you are. You definitely look very young. Thank you. I would card you. I still I should have carded you. Shit. <laughs> I'm giving her alcohol. I'm Fuck. Drinking. Fuck. No. I Going would. to jail. I was actually like, sometimes, you know, people will be like, so you're still in school? Like from getting a pedicure, a manicure. I'm like, school? That was, I'm almost going to hit my 20 year high school reunion. Like I haven't been in school for a long, long time. <laughs> What? Your 20 year reunion? No fucking way. Yeah, I'm 36. Holy shit. I would have never guessed that. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's like, a sunscreen. I, I would have maybe guessed like 27, mm -hmm. which is still late for joining the biz. Yeah. No, no. No, I got, uh, when we get off here, I have to see an ID. Like, I do not believe you. <laughs> do not believe her. Thank you. Check out the video version, folks. Do not believe her. <laughs> Look at her Instagram. No. No. <laughs> like, lies and hearsay. It's the sunscreen. I Even though I'm, you know, got an olive tan, I wear SPF 100 on my face and at least 70 or above on my body, head to toe, every single day. I've been doing it since I was a child. Um, just my mom, she taught me this. She told me that she didn't really see the aging process until 50, and I didn't understand what she was saying, and now I'm like, oh... Because I see other people that are my age. and I'm only a couple of years older than you. Really? Like, and you know, there's some night and day in the aging here. <laughs> <laughs> you just have a little little gray, you know. Just a little. Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> just a little bags under my eyes. Like, but, yeah, I'm I don't still waiting to see that first gray hair. I haven't seen it yet. But I also dye my hair blonde. So, But my hairstylist would tell me. I'm like, tell me if you ever see a gray. He's like, so far, you're good, girl. See, that's the, the one perk of being a dude. He's like, oh, no, no, no. I get daddy vibes now that I have grays. I think I think salt and pepper is sexy on a guy. Exactly. That's yeah. why it's there. Because if, like, women didn't find it sexy, I would dye it black. Yeah. No, I think it's really sexy when a guy is just being a man. And he's a, it's like a silver fox kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Leo, for making dad bods cool. Like Leo? Leonardo? Yeah. Leonardo Caprio's like, yeah, dad bods are cool. I'm like, yes. Minimal effort. Right. I think all bodies are beautiful in their own way. Not all of them. <laughs> Not all. There's definitely some bodies like, no, I'm cool. I'm, I'm good. Um, but confidence. I have, I saw, I was actually so impressed. Um, I saw the biggest guy I've ever seen. Like, he's probably like 400 pounds wearing a neon G-string like bathing suit. And he walked like he was the most beautiful man in the world. And we all flocked to him. Like it was just like a party that we were on the beach and like everyone was just partying with him. But just the way he was walking, just like, I am the shit. I don't care what any of you guys think. I am beautiful. And it was, it was inspiring. <laughs> no, confidence is fucking key. Yeah. Holy fuck. Like it's amazing how much of, a lack of confidence is a turnoff, even like for as a dude, like, you know, I've been with women, like I literally was sleeping with someone like inside them and she you turned. A lot, of, and, you know, a lot of thoughts when you're inside people. I, yes. <laughs> random thoughts. This was not a random thought. This was just like, I'm, I'm inside her and she's literally like, 
oh, you're thinking about one of those porn chicks, aren't you? I'm like, this is like, mm, this is so un... What? Why would she say that? I don't know. I don't know. It was her being not confident. Right. And that was so unattractive to me. Like, right. girl, I am literally inside you right now. Like, or moan, don't don't say anything. Yeah. Even if you're thinking it, just don't. <laughs> right. Like you didn't need to verbalize that thought because that was a giant turnoff to me. Right. Yeah, she's just uh just jealous. It's, I think jealousy is an unnecessary emotion. We all experience it. I am guilty as hell about with it. But now the older I get, I'm like, why? Like you're just hurting yourself. I think just as a at a younger age, people are just like, oh, it's not fair that I don't have these things that other people have. And then as you get older, you more realize like life isn't fucking fair no, and not. you got to fucking earn whatever the exactly. fuck you want. Like when I see someone who has more money than me or is more successful doing whatever than me, I go, okay, what are they doing better than me? What can I emulate to try to improve my station? Yeah, exactly. Instead of putting them down, take steps to be that, not be that person, but take, you know, learn from the steps that they've already made. Exactly. At the end of the day, like your your self-esteem and your self-worth has to be such in the gutter to be like, oh my God, I can't ever accomplish what that person accomplished. Like, like no, they're a human just as much as you are. Yeah. They just did it. So figure out what they did and go fucking do it. And if you have a passion for something, you should someone did set me down and I think he regrets it to this day. We no longer talk, but He's like, what do you want to do with your life? What are you good at? Write down the things you're good at and just, just everything that you're good at, which you're passionate about, and then we'll figure out what your next step in life should be. So I did. <laughs> One of them was very much uh, sex. <laughs> I like to have sex. I like to travel and sex. And uh, I was like, you know what? Porn. And he he thought I was joking. But then I got a call like a couple weeks later um, or a, a Twitter DM asking to recruit me. So it was just, it was kind of like it was all meant to be. But now, we, you know, he's upset about it. <laughs> like, but you, you're the one who told me, you know, what are you good at? So were you romantically involved with him or? He was a sugar daddy. Okay. But we were together for seven years. So he was probably my longest stable relationship I'd ever had. Um, seven years consistently. We traveled the world together. He just, with this job, I, I was supposed to move to Florida and he got upset. And sometimes when people get upset, they act out. Instead of, you know, I don't care how old you are, how much life experience you have, people, you know, will play on their emotions. And Well, especially with that power dynamic. Yeah. And he, uh, instead of, you know, saying, I'm really upset about this, I, I could easily fly down and see him whenever I want. He decided to say some really horrible things that made me look at him and think, who are you? Um, you are not who I thought you were. And I know you're upset, but there are certain things I don't, I don't put up with. And that one of them is racism. Any racial slur that comes out of your mouth, that is not cool. And accusing my friends of hurting you in any type of way. Um, just because you're not happy that I'm leaving, you're going to act out and blame everybody else. Um, so it's unfortunate. I miss him. But like I said, toxicity that I don't need in my life. No. And the money will come in other ways. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Definitely. In different avenues. I'm already finding that. It's amazing, but it's amazing how many people like sugar babies put up with some shit because that's their fucking steady money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I love men. They're the best <laughs> and the worst. <laughs> I mean, that's humans in general. Like, right. So all of a sudden, you know, good and bad and all. Right. No one is just, you know, blindly good. It's not black and white. People are fucking people. They have, you know, good days. They have bad days. They have good things about them. They have bad things about them. So that's what I, whenever I come across a stranger and if they're just being shitty, I just think I'm like, what happened? Do they have, you know, did they wake up and shit was just going wrong? And going, cause I've had that happen. And then you get pushed in front of a person, a stranger, and you, you take all your anger and aggression on this person <laughs> that doesn't even know you. And it's like, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to be an asshole. I just had this really shitty day. So whenever someone's being that way, I always think, I'm like, did they have a really shitty day today? Did someone just die? Like, Did they just not get any fucking sleep and not a meal in them? Yeah. It's amazing just how much like not having food and sleep will fuck you up. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know that more than anyone. (laughs) She's like, if I didn't have that subway before I came here, Matt, I might have cut you. Uh, Yeah. No, never. I'm I'm a fun drinker. <laughs> oh, I just no. thought you might cut me sober. Shit. No. Audio audience, the look she just gave to the camera says maybe otherwise. <laughs> hey, like I said, we we all uh, learn from our mistakes. She's like, if I cut you, you won't you won't live to tell about it. No one will know. <laughs> You'll just disappear one day, Matt. I'm like, whoa. Whoa. Whoa, Caitlin. Whoa. <laughs> hide over here now. I'm a little I'm a little worried. I like your. Is that your last real last name? Slayer, no. No, okay. I don't know. Uh, just like Bell's not your real last name. Uh, no. <laughs> no one in this business uses their real fucking name. And it's kind of, I'm, I'm finding it, at first when people were saying my name, I wasn't responding, Caitlin. And now I'm having trouble, like, who am I right now? Oh, wait, I am this or I am this. <laughs> I mean, I know some performers who literally do not want to be called by anything but their stage name and i know other performers who like don't want to even be called their stage name on set really yeah no i like my stage name i think it's great and i'm a gemini that doesn't mean anything to some people but it's kind of interesting to read you know the person the profile and i am such a gemini and one of them is having you know two personalities (laughs) and uh definitely have that so Sometimes I'm Caitlin, sometimes I'm not, and it's it's fun. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So, are you deep in that? Are you deep in the astrology? Not, no. I just I just find it interesting. All right. I was I was gonna be like, so what sign do you think I am? A Gemini. Incorrect. <laughs> uh. I don't know. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm not. No, it's all good. It's all good. I was uh, didn't mean to put you on the spot. Oh, okay. You get some people who are like deep and I'm like, oh, I, I'm curious. I'm always curious. To so see what if, are you? I'm an Aquarius. Aquarius. Okay. Yeah. I don't know anything much. What, what what month is that? February. Okay. February. So your birthday's in May? June. Okay. It's right around. Yeah. Yeah. But it's weird. Every time I meet a Gemini, we automatically just. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aquarius Gemini is actually a pretty compatible sign. So Really? Yes. Well, I mean, you're very friendly. I can see that. Yeah. Eh. And you like to party. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. That's, that's no fun. <laughs> not, a, not about partying. 
Straight and sober life for me. Oh my goodness. As I drink a quarter of a bottle of 100 proof rye. <laughs> what does that even taste like? I'm not going to spit it out, am I? I hope not. There's a lot of equipment around. <laughs> oh, God. Actually, it's not that bad. <laughs> I thought I was going to burn more. No, it's pretty smooth for the proof. So it's like rubbing alcohol. It's 100 proof. <laughs> Brown rubbing alcohol. <laughs> I'm so confused on you. You're like, I thought it was going to burn. Oh, that wasn't bad, but it's brown rubbing. Up. <laughs> Do you like it or not? Uh, I had a sip, but that's about as far as I'll ever go. Fair enough. But Whiskey it's... makes me crazy. Oh, in what way? The worst way. Like, wine, that's why I stick to wine. I'm happy. I'm nice. I'm just like, well, let's party. Brown liquor makes me mean and ornery and just an asshole like oh do you have a good brown liquor story for us oh no i'm just i i tried to fight my friend after a patriots game in the streets i mean that's what you do in foxborough <laughs> i hate that stadium oh my god um it was the worst uh but like you gotta give us the whole setup here like okay so you're at a patriots game and you're drinking some brown liquor. What the fuck happened? So I'm just out of age game, drinking some brown liquor. And then they don't tell you there's one road going in and one road going out. So you're stuck there for hours after the game. Lucky, luckily enough, this, this couple had like a grill and everything. They were grilling like on the side. And they're like, you know, it's going to be hours before you can leave. So they made us food and gave us drinks. It was really cool. By the time we get, you know away from the stadium, we're just walking to the hotel and I'm just being an asshole, picking a fight. That's what I do on brown liquor. I don't know what it is. I'm just mean. And she just couldn't take my shit anymore. And I proceeded to try and fight her. And this girl kicked my ass. And <laughs> this biker was riding by and he saw what was happening and he stopped. And uh, he was trying to break us up and she, she went after him and she's like, that's my best friend. Like, Anyone's going to kick her ass. I'm going to. And you need to just keep going. <laughs> and I deserved it. I was. I deserved it. I'm just mean. Just so mean. Like, so what did you say? What did you do? I I was just yelling at her, belittling her, pushing her, just being just an, a belligerent asshole. And she just couldn't take it anymore. And it, it, it gotten progressively worse throughout the night of me just talking shit, just you know, being sloppy and to the point where I, when I initiated the fight, she ended it by kicking my ass. <laughs> How bad did she kick your ass? I mean, she wanted to, she has a, a past of, uh, she didn't have the best past. So she was constantly in fights. I've never been in a fight. That was probably my first fight ever. <laughs> so uh, I was actually very impressed. I was like, girl, you didn't even hesitate. You took me down quick. She's like, I didn't want to hurt you. You were just being so mean like no I deserved it so yeah I don't uh, I had some brown liquor I thought oh well, let's try this again and I fell down two flights of stairs in Nashville um, I still to this day like I have a knee issue that I think I should go check out and I, I have this my friend who's a doctor yesterday told me because uh, <laughs> I can feel you can't see it but I feel this bump right here and he said that I probably cracked my head when I hit and it just calloused. There's like a callus where it healed. Yeah. 
So no, no more brown liquor. That's just okay. Well, I will <laughs> move this away from I'm you. Try and fight you on on air. <laughs> you would not be the first guest to do that. Really? That's happened. Yeah, yeah. People try to fight. Like, just one, and he definitely punched me in the head. He punched you in the head doing this. Mm-hmm. What could you possibly have said or done for this person to want to hit you? I was very dismissive when he told me he could kick my ass. Okay. And that apparently set him off. So he was like, I could kick your ass? And I said, whatever you say, man. I'm sure you can. And then he punched you in the face. Punched me in the head. Like, I turned into the punch, so he caught me in the head. What did you do? (laughs) I grabbed him by the wrists and then tried to settle him down and then eventually got him out of the apartment. Oh. I mean, yeah, it was a, it was, it was a, I've told the story on air, but it was a bit of a shit show. The air episode never ended up airing. Why? Because of that? Yeah. Well, he was also super drunk before. He even got here? Not when he got here, but like by the time we were about halfway through the show, we had killed a bottle of whiskey between the two of us. Holy shit. I was not warned that he was like an alcoholic, alcoholic. Right. When the show got set up, he was like. Oh, I don't really drink. My friends say I get a little mean. I'm like, oh, cool, man. Like, you don't have to drink on the show. I'll get your Red Bull, whatever you want. Then we got here. He's like, oh, nah, I feel like I'm going to drink tonight. I'm like, all right, let's drink. I'm a horrible enabler. I'm a Because you're responsible. Like, you know that, you know, you you can have a lot of alcohol and not be an asshole. Sometimes I'm an asshole. It does happen. (laughs) I I cannot say I am betting a thousand for not being an asshole. Most of the time I'm not. Right. Occasionally I am. But, yeah, he, we paused to piss and, like, refill. And he's like, you're going to make me sound cool, right? And I'm like, of course, man. Make you sound cool. <laughs> like, I'm not going to, I'm not here to embarrass anybody. Like, no one does this show for me to embarrass them. Right. It's like, good, because otherwise I'll kick your ass. I'm like, whatever you say, man. So like, no, look at me, look at you. I could kick your ass. Oh, I'm like, he was just looking for a fight. I'm like, whatever you say, man. And he stands up, cracks me in the fucking head. And, like, I grab his wrist. I'm like. And he was so drunk that he really was like, why the fuck are you grabbing my wrist? I'm like, because you just punched me in the head. <laughs> it's uh, not funny, but it's kind of. I'm like, we're done here. I was like, why? I'm like, you just punched me in the head. Yeah, he physically harmed me. <laughs> in my own fucking house. Yeah, like, you got to go. Yeah. Sorry for the audience who's heard this story before. He's like, can I use the bathroom? I'm like, yeah, because I didn't want to piss in my fucking hallway. Like, he was <laughs> that drunk. Your door. Right, he was that drunk. <laughs> So he goes to use the bathroom. I go get a gun. Oh, shit. I just put it in my waistband just in yeah. case. Like, I don't know this dude. Yeah, and he, he punched me in the head right, he over just, something so small. <laughs> right. Like, just in case. Like, thankfully, like, I get him some water. I calmly get him out the fucking door. And it didn't escalate. I had to call my friend who set up the interview. I'm like, what the fuck was that, man? <laughs> And, and what was his excuse? He's like, oh, I, I don't fucking know. And then, like, I told him, like, the whole story. He's like, what, were you just going to shoot him in the leg? I'm like, that's not how things work in real life, my friend. Yeah. It's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, that's not how things work in real life. I have an armed security background. Like, if it had come to that, it would have been really bad. Yeah, I'm not shooting him in the leg. <laughs> right. Like, when you're trying to shoot people with guns in real life, you shoot center mass to end threats. Yes. And thankfully, I look. In all my years of doing that, like, I don't want to ever have to shoot anyone. I don't ever have to pull a gun on anyone. Like, I had other friends that heard that story before I ever aired it. 
we're like, well, why didn't you pull the gun on him and like force him out the door? I'm like, because that escalates situations. No, it does. If you pull a gun out, you're asking either you're going to use it or you're not. And it shouldn't come out unless you're using exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. I've had a gun pulled on me before. Holy fuck. Well, tell the story. Like, what, what happened here? So I was at a party um, in Atlanta and it was, it was a classy party. It wasn't, you know, anything crazy. And... One of the guys there was just unhinged and drank too much. And he was mad at his roommate for something. He decides to pull his gun out. And he's drunk as shit, wailing this thing around. And I, unfortunately, was in the room um, with one of my other friends talking and drinking. And he's he just zoned in on me. And he just pointed it at my face. And he was like, what the fuck are you looking at? And uh, my friend, she was in the corner crying. I don't know. Something... I've noticed this about myself. When something really tragic happens, I shut down. I'm just, just. Uh, I mean, those are the those are the three reactions: fight, flight, or freeze. Right. I I froze, and I I still I I looked him in the eye, and he was just right in my face. I didn't feel fear. I felt nothing. Um, just shut completely down, and I convinced him to give me the gun, um, and he did. And once he gave it to me, I gave it to his friend. I walked out and I passed out. Like I got in the car. I, I was so much adrenaline had was spiking through my body that once the situation was taken care of and I knew I was safe, I just passed out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, adrenaline dumps straight, are fucking real. Out of straight fear. I was that scared that I didn't feel anything at the time. But it all hit me the moment it was over. Oh, and that's that's a terrifying situation. And rightfully so. Like, that is a normal reaction. Anyone who talks shit about that reaction, fuck them. Right. They don't They don't understand. Like, that is a very fucking normal reaction to have that adrenaline dump and just be like, I'm done. I'm, I'm fucking done. But I was kind of proud of myself and, and when it happened just because I, you don't know what you're going to what you're going to go through. And I they're like, you were so calm. It was the craziest thing. You were just like, no, why are you doing this? Do you, you know, you were very, very calm. Like they were pointing a flower at your face. And I said, I was, I don't know what happened. Like I was terrified, but then I wasn't, it was the weirdest thing. Well, and that's the thing about it. Like if you had gotten amped up emotion and gotten upset about it at that time, you might not be here right now. Exactly. But like you said, if you're going to pull a gun out, you better be ready to use it. And yeah. it shouldn't be around. I don't know if you know that you have that, but no one wants to, wants to admit that they shouldn't be carrying a firearm because <laughs> they might snap at any time. No one wants to admit that. It's true. It's true. And unfortunately, as a gun owner, as it's too easy to fucking get guns in America. It's so easy. And even if, I mean, the black market's there. Yeah, the black market's there. Even if you're buying them legally, it's as long as you don't have a criminal record. Super easy. I heard that if you smoke, is it true if you have a medical marijuana card, you're not allowed to have a gun? Technically, yes. What? But you're allowed to consume alcohol in high qualities and still- Well, that's them. because marijuana is still technically a federal schedule one drug. Alcohol is not. That is insane. I have never woken up the next day after smoking weed and been like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Um, I've been like, wow, I ate too many freaking you know, pizza or just too many munchies, but I've never- ever regretted my life. <laughs> uh. That's unfortunately when marijuana prohibition eventually ends, I'm sure that'll go off the paperwork. But since it's recreationally allowed in so many states now, I doubt 
most people have even fucking medical cards anymore. Oh no. Um, but it, dude, I actually, one of my friends does it's better. It's well, it's stronger in the, it's actually in California, less taxes if you have a medical card. Oh, okay. That's but, the only thing that's killing me here about California is the taxes. Yeah. There are a lot of fucking taxes and, you know, especially coming from Florida with no state income tax. Yeah. But we also have a lot of, you may never have to take advantage of them, but a lot of good social services come out of those taxes. Okay. The fact that, like, during the pandemic, our unemployment actually fucking worked, unlike a lot of other fucking states in the country. Right. The fact that we have Medicali, like, if you don't have health insurance, we have a fairly decent state-run really? fucking that's health insurance. Interesting. That's That's cool to know. Our Obamacare marketplace was fucking cheap. I was paying $200 a month for a fucking silver PPO with a $5 deductible. God, I was paying... I mean, it's better now, but I was paying like 500 No pre-existing conditions. As you can see, I take care of myself. I mean, I, I can't see inside. I'm not... I, no extra vision. Sorry. <laughs> um, and I'm like, why am I paying $500 a month? I see the, the gynecologist once a year like I'm supposed to. Now, of course, I get tested every you know two weeks to a month. And... I just didn't understand why I was paying so much in health insurance. But it's important. You know, if you get in a car accident, those medical bills can add up and destroy your life if you're not prepared. I mean, just some dumb shit. Like, my former roommate fell off a fucking bird scooter and broke both arms. <laughs> that sucks. I've, uh, those scooters are so... Those scooters are a fucking death trap. I have. I bought one. Well, buying your own... Though dangerous is not as dangerous as taking a like one of the ones off the street because you have zero idea like what shape the one off the street is. Like it may have faulty brakes, it may have a bad wheel. You don't fucking know. I've you had friends mess themselves up so bad. Uh, teeth, teeth knocked out, um, broken bones. Like he broke both arms. Ouch! On Memorial Day, like I was at a bar, he called <laughs> me from the ER. He's like, "Hey man, um, I I think I'm concussed." I had a friend drop me off in urgent care, but he dropped me off at the wrong one. Can you get me? I'm like, uh, yeah, let me finish this drink and I'll come grab you. <laughs> You're like, I got to finish my margarita first. <laughs> oh, oh, you think I'm a, a classy dame that's drinking margaritas? <laughs> What's classy about a margarita? It's classier than just drinking whiskey straight. Shit. I would actually disagree. I think drinking straight alcohol versus mixing it up in a margarita is... Less classy. Well. And when people drink margaritas, they're not the classiest. <laughs> depends on like depends on what kind of margarita you're drinking. Like yeah, if you're drinking a frozen margarita out of a machine, not the classiest yeah. in the world. <laughs> if you're drinking like um handmade margarita on the rocks. I love margaritas. That's the <laughs> are you just saying you're low class? Is that what Yeah, totally. Just kidding. <laughs> Sometimes being low class is cool. I I often say that like one of my key phrases like Maybe even a trademark phrase is like low as a class. Yeah, it is. Uh, my my friend always calls herself trash. Uh, she's one of the most beautiful, smart, just incredible pe person. But she's like, dude, I'm so trash right now. I'm just trash. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that. Like, it's good times to be trash sometimes. Yeah, you, we're not perfect. And sometimes playing off our imperfections are the best. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I mean, like, who wants to be in like some fucking snooty mansion with, you know, Pinkies out and all that fun shit. Jeebs, I I, 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 requ I require a sandwich. 
<laughs> we're gonna go do some polo later. I'm like, fuck that shit. Exactly. The mansion I woke up in the other day was, it was not like that. <laughs> See, I, I'm one of these people, like, even if I had the money to afford a spot like that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Like, it's too much fucking house. I would, and I will, um, buy the most badass penthouse or, because I'm, I'm, I'm not a suburban type of Light liver. I like to be in the city, middle of everything, and I don't see that changing ever. Well, then you, when you land here, get on this side of the hill. Like Sherman Oaks is cool and all, but it's still suburban. Is it okay? Get on this side of the hill. Okay, um, and it's not that far. It's like this was a twenty-five minute, maybe even closer to where because I was just at my shoot location, which was ten minutes from my Airbnb, and this was only a twenty-five minute drive without traffic. Yeah, that's the that's the trick of LA. Things that are five minutes away can be an hour away. Yeah. So the, in, in Florida, it's really annoying because my testing service is in Miami. I'm in Coral Springs. So almost every single day, I had to drive an hour there and an hour back just for five seconds for them to stick a, you know, a, what do they call the Q-tip in my throat <laughs> just to make sure I don't have COVID. By the way, did you ever get it? Nope. Yeah, me neither. Nope. And I've been vaccinated since April, so. Yeah, I just got vaxxed too. Um, but. What kind of vax did you get? A Pfizer. Oh, you bougie bitch. What? What? Is Fucking that? Pfizer? Oh, shit. What's the Pfizer. Oh. Pfizer. But what's what's the difference? I mean. Not much. I just, Pfizer was. Like, Pfizer's like the makers of Viagra. So everyone was joking that, like, you know, they're the bougie fucking. Tim Moderna right here. Uh, I, didn't, I did not have a did not have a choice in the matter. I you know got the free. I'm like L.A. County. Oh yeah, I cut the line. I lied. I mean I like yeah. I'm a food service worker. Give me the shot. <laughs> they didn't verify shit. I I don't know if I can catch charges for this. I doubt it. But a friend of mine who works for a catering company like sent me the catering like their company paperwork. So just in case I had it. But like I'm like yeah, I'm a food service worker. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone asks, like, yeah, I work for this catering company. Yeah, like, that's smart. I mean, but you wanted the shot. No, I mean, I didn't want it, but yeah, no, I wanted it. Yeah. I wanted it. It's the thing I wanted the most in 2021. <laughs> Fuck. Um, there are very few things I wanted more than that in 2021. Right. So, like, I don't know. Just some of us just, our immune systems just don't rea react to this virus. It was my birthday last year, and there was 28 people at my dinner. And behind us, there was a party of also about 30 people in this tiny, you know, room. Out of all the 28 people, 25 people got COVID that day. Um, some got really, really sick. One of my friends got blood clots in her hands to this day. She cannot work out anymore. She says it hurts so bad to breathe. Some just lost their sense of taste and smell. I didn't get anything. I was just at the model house in Florida and... One of the girls, really, really amazing person. We were hitting the bong. I was driving her to testing every day. Um, just in each other's faces all the time. She popped for COVID. Has it affected me? And this is before I got the vaccine. So I'm like, what is going on? Do you have typo blood? I don't know what my blood Please don't judge me. I just... I don't know what my blood type is, oh, so... okay, because I... I'm like, we're, we're both equally trash here. Right. We're both trash, you know, and it's fine. High five. High, High five. five. Ah. <laughs> we're in our late 30s, early 40s, and 
trash people. Mm-hmm. Like probably knowing our blood type is probably something that we both should know by this point in our lives. But, but I mean, if you if you're dying in a car crash, or something. How can you tell anyone what your blood type is? It, I, I believe it's on some driver's licenses in some states. It's not in, I don't think, not in Georgia. Well, I've never been asked that question. It should be. Like, you'd think they're like, oh, hey, like, oh, what's your blood type? Yeah, I think it should be actually mandatory. Uh, As neither one of us know our <laughs> blood type. Like, this should be mandatory. We're not doing it. Well, just in case something were to happen. I mean, they need to know what kind of blood you have so they can, you know, just in case you lose a lot of it. Yeah, I need to find out what it is. But my immune system is doing a kick-ass job with this virus, and I'm very, very thankful. Same, same. I, I, I like a couple points were like, I've, I've, I've hung out with some women that <laughs> no, I probably shouldn't have hung out with during this. Like, I've been really good, except for some booty calls. Okay, I mean, we all get that itch sometimes. Yeah. COVID was bad. It was bad, oh but I, I realized like. Post not clarity every time was like, anyone who's willing to just come over to fuck is not taking this seriously. <laughs> Should I not be hanging out with them? I probably shouldn't be hanging out with you're you. You're like, actually, you're one of those people. <laughs> Literally one of the women I was I, I slept with, like, hit me up shortly after we hooked up and was like, I think I got COVID. I'm like, oh, fuck, you may have just fucking killed me. And she's like, you knew the risks. Yeah, it's. I mean, you invited I mean, a stranger over. Strange, strange-ish. <laughs> We've known each other for a minute, but it was just like, oh, yeah, I literally may have just died for that ass. And that ass wasn't was worth it dying worth over. It? it wasn't worth dying over. Like, <laughs> but, hey, at least your story could have been he died after having sex with a woman, you know? Yeah, I'm just here broadcast. <gasps> 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 oh. That. <gasps> Like, nah. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Some things aren't worth it. No. And not like, no shit on her. It wasn't a bad time, but it wasn't like, this was worth dying over. I've had sex where it's like, well, if I die now, that was pretty fucking good. So do you find that women are better or worse now in bed? Hmm. I think they're better now. I think I... Majority-wise, they're better now. More women I sleep with are more confident and, like, willing to say what the fuck they want. Right. Which I appreciate. Like, I do not want guesswork with anyone I'm involved with. Like, you want me to eat that puss? Tell me to eat that puss. (laughs) Like, if I'm fucking, like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's... Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. Tell me what the fuck you want. Like, I'm not a fucking mind reader. Right. And women are more open to like just trying shit and more confident. Like they're just confident in their sexuality. Like the last thing I want to do is sleep with a woman who's just like fucking lying there. I have heard about them. They're called starfish. Yeah. Just a fucking starfish. It's just like, I just, I've never had, I've had some bad sex, but I never thought laying there quietly was ever an option. So what's bad sex for you? Oh, that's also why I'm, I'm finding I I need to set that bar higher as far as age is concerned. I was like, you know, 25, I thought was the cutoff. And now I'm like, you know what? 30. Uh, but dudes are in their sexual apartment like 18. They, but that's, they're just thumpers. Like they're not doing anything to sexually satisfy me. They're literally just sticking it in there and going to town with you no, know, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, this is, this is happening right now. So 
Describe bad sex. Describe bad sex to me. Bad sex is when you're getting fucked and you're not even thinking about. It's so boring that you're actually. I, I will think about my day the next day, um, what I have to do. Maybe you know an email that I forgot to send. It's like a it's, metronome of thrush thing. It's like oh, it's, it, I, and then I'll come back to reality. I'm like oh, I'm having sex right now. Oh 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 yeah oh, and then my mind's back to. You know, why did I eat that, you know, sub sandwich? Like, that was a bad idea. Like, just random thought. <laughs> there's there's no sexual pleasure at all. It's just. So, like, these dudes aren't doing any foreplay? No. And when they do, it's so shitty. Like. There's like, oh, I, I, I eat you out. Just the one, the oh, one like. I mean, I would rather have that than like aggressively like, I'm like, that's my vagina. That's attached to my body. Why are you being so rough? Like, why are you trying to stick your entire head in there? Like, <laughs> I'm so confused right now. That How do you think this feels good? I mean, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's bad. Um, well, it's, we don't have those genitals. So we. I mean, I understand. I get it. I, I was terrified of women. For a while, just because I know a man. I know his body. I know that thing like the back of my hand. I think it's beautiful. Some more than others, but I know what I'm doing when it comes to that. Women? It's a whole complicated mess down there. Um, and I've had, you know, I've had experiences with women. But being in the industry, I appreciate a woman's body way more. Because I literally got thrown in. One of my scenes was with a full lesbian uh, a live cam show and I was live <laughs> with a full-on lesbian having to you know have this experience with her not knowing what the fuck I was doing I wasn't drunk it wasn't like a random threesome with some random person this was a professional and I had to learn but she was so helpful she but also as a professional like if you were doing something wrong, she's still going to sell it that like you were killing it. Yeah. But she was, she, she guided me through, you know, and, uh, because we had a scene right after where I had to, you know, seduce her. And the first scene we did, she guided me through, like, don't touch me there. Just, you know, it was so cool. So then when we did the next one, I, you know, I, I kind of got what was going on. Um, and now I've, I've done, uh, one other, uh, scene and, I have the utmost confidence now when it comes to women. I know I'm not, you know, the best they've ever had, but I, I'm learning. And uh, As long as you're not the worst. Yeah, exactly. I know I'm not the worst because I even asked, I was like, be 100% honest, where did I lack in this? And she said, you did a great job. She's like, you're actually really good at eating pussy. The only thing that I'm, um, she's like, just when you're scissoring, it was the first time I've ever scissored my whole life on camera live. Um <laughs> That's also why I like the industry. I'm like, I'm doing all these first time things. Uh, she, she was like, she's helping me. And she said, the only thing is, is that when you scissor, like you don't have to move. You're moving too much. Like you're, like you're fucking a dude. Just, just, just be, let me do. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I was trying. I was just trying so hard. <laughs> See, as a dude, it's like, oh, hey, she's moving her hips. Awesome. Exactly. But female, it's like, you, you don't have to do that. I guess when you're scissoring, it's a. I don't know. My scissoring game is pretty weak. It's pretty a weak scissoring game. I, <laughs> I can't open up that wide. Like <sighs> I'm very flexible. Yeah. Good to know, folks. Good yes. to know. It's very important. Stretching. I've never been more aware about stretching. 
I noticed the girls in the house, a lot of them are always stretching. Now I get it. Uh, and a chiropractor. Very, very important. I can, I can feel like, you know, my back needs a little adjusting right now. Well, when you move out here, I, I know a chiropractor in WeHo I can recommend you to. Okay, perfect. I would love that because I think that I've had a great experiences with, with chiropractors when especially now I can feel it. I can feel that my I'm not aligned right. I need to go back, but it was one of those things where like during COVID, I'm like, I, I just don't, I'm not comfortable with like people adjusting me and touching me right yeah, now. Yeah, like, of course. No, it's understandable. It's like, I will have sex with people that are probably questionable, but... <laughs> I will not let a medical professional touch me right now. <laughs> so that's something that also made me laugh so hard is people are like, oh, I'm not going to get the vaccine. You don't know what they put in that shit. And I'm like, I literally saw you doing some sketchy ash cocaine the other night. Like, boy, you're not going to put a vaccine, but you're fine with that. Uh like, oh, hey. <laughs> That fucking what? pill of Molly that like yeah. you know, looks like fucking Fred Flintstone. You know, oh, oh, it's fine. You know? It's fine. Yeah, but but you're not going to put a vaccine. In I I I respect people's decisions on whether they're not or not are going to. I don't really actually. I really don't. My friend who's a doctor said that it's 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 necessary. Like you, it might not prevent you from getting COVID, and you could still spread it, but it'll prevent you from dying from it. Right. Um, which is very important. I've had shit colds before. I'll take a shit cold. I don't want to die. You don't want to die. Yeah. And um, I just think people should, should jump on the wagon more. I mean, no one wants it. I don't want it. Like, I made the decision to do it. Even though I never got it and I've never experienced anything from it, I just did it as a precaution for myself. Same, same. Like, I've had respiratory disease. I've had pneumonia three times in my oh, fucking life. So you're you're very much a candidate for... Fucking dying. Yeah. Yeah. Not about that life. Yeah. I, I'll take my risks. Like, And honestly, I probably should be fucking playing it a little safer right now than I have been. Like, since I've been vaccinated, I'm like, I've been at bars. I was at a fucking show the other night. I'm like, eh, probably should be playing a little safer. I'm like, I could still fucking get it. But like, the taste of freedom. Oh, my God. I, like I said, COVID was a blessing and a curse. It changed my life in the best way. It also was the darkest, one of the darkest times of my entire life. I suffered from extreme, I'm the happiest person. You ask anyone, I am happy. I suffered from depression. Um, I was used to traveling three weeks out of the month. Doing my thing. I love people. I even shitty people. I just love the energy of people. Shitty people make me laugh. Uh, and then all of a sudden for it to be taken away and you're just sitting in your, your apartment and your house. I'm so glad I have my dog, Bella. Like she started talking to me. It was crazy. Like you're actually talking back. <laughs> um, but it, it was a time where I got to sit with my thoughts. I wasn't running away from my problems by traveling, by being busy. I had to sit and think about the shit that was bothering me that wasn't. And I, it, it made me realize that. And it made me, I missed just going to a restaurant and sitting down and having conversation with my friends. And like, I love EDM and I love concerts and festivals. And I did those twice a month all over the world, all over the, the country. And all of a sudden, nope, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> I know. It, it 
super it killed me because like i'm international travel is one of my compassions like i love fucking traveling like it's the best i like going to fucking like the um the idea of going on a cruise or like an all-inclusive fucking resort is so unappealing to me you've never tried a holy ship edm cruise or friendship see four thousand people see that's it's my music of choice so it's a cruise with four thousand people but with edm music <laughs> see, uh, the, the, people in costumes just oh see that so sounds like fun. hell on earth to me it oh really god it's so much fun you just run from one part of the ship to the next catching act after act like just see i, I want to like get an airbnb or a hotel in some neighborhood and just go into local bars and be like what do i need to see in your city yeah like I want to figure out your local currency. I want to figure out how to get around on cabs and public trans. I don't like knowing the language. That's the funnest because you have to figure out how to even get an Uber. <laughs> when they call you and they're speaking French and you're like, "Wee oui, wee, oui. uh, Uber." Like, <laughs> what? Um, I just love that. Like, you have to survive. You have to get from point A to point B in an uncomfortable situation that is one of my favorite things to do right and it just takes you out of your comfort zone it's amazing like the idea of just being on basically las vegas on the sea just does not appeal to me las vegas on the sea it's what it is tell me i'm wrong tell me i'm wrong i mean every cruise is different i've done a swingers cruise i've done an edm cruise i've done a regular cruise i wouldn't suggest that but the idea of, like, I, I went to fucking Bogota, Colombia and just, like, went to a cigar That's shop. Yeah. Uh, it was a good time. It was a much it was a much better time than I thought it was going to be. It was a great time. Cartagena and uh, um, El Mar, El Siete Colores, um, the Ocean of the Seven Colors. So beautiful. San Andres. It was so beautiful. All I saw was Bogota. <laughs> Bogota was rad, though. Bogota was fucking rad. I've never been. I've heard it. It's a, it's a cool place. Like... Up in the fucking mountains, it's surrounded. Third largest city on the Western Hemisphere. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. It's like Mexico City, New York, and then Bogota. I think if people, I mean, not everyone, I like to say not everyone has the ability to travel, but I don't, if you really want to do something, I don't care what your economic status is, you can do it. Well, it's about priorities. Yeah, it It, is, definitely. It's like, you know, is that Louis Vuitton purse more important than going on that trip? I agree, but other people disagree. No, not in a m- travel. You cannot take away someone's memories. They're ingrained in your head. I mean, you could, you know. Some, of, some of my travel memories are a little hazy. Yeah, but that experience and that that whole experience and just being in a different country or state or whatever it is, is life-changing. And I think if more people did it, they would understand human beings more and we'd be so much less judgy because i'm sorry our reality is not someone else's reality 100 i i have said this on air multiple times like is one of the biggest flaws with america is americans don't leave america they don't have empathy for other people how other people are living because they have no experience with this like you don't understand like being in bogota there are parts of town that like first and foremost the average Salary is like 300 US a month oh, wow. for the country's capital and the third largest city in the Western Hemisphere. There are parts of town that are just like flat out urban decay and people are just not fucking living well. That's true. And even when you go to shit parts of America, they're living better than that. 
That is true. And people, I still don't understand. People talk so much shit about America. Americans talk shit about our country. But everyone wants to be here for a reason. Well, because we're the best marketed country on the planet. <laughs> we, I, I love, I am very grateful for to be an American. I, I know my country is not the best and we, you know, we're a flawed, but. No place is perfect. No, not at all. But I am very proud because I have friends that are trying to live here that are not from here. And they say that it's, it's fucking amazing. Like they just want their citizenship. That's all they want. But where are they coming from? Uh, uh, one of them's coming from Canada, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, one of them's coming from Russia. Um, so if she leaves, she can't come back. Oh, she, I know. Yeah. But she's been waiting seven years almost for her. Her green card. I'm sorry, she hasn't married up and fucking done the quick route. Mm, no, she's uh, she's doing it for herself. And well, yeah, but bribing someone to get a green card yeah. is like not <laughs> as long as they understand the business of it. Yeah, but I, she's not. But it's just I told her that they're gonna call you any day when they do. We're gonna. She wants to go traveling, but she can't leave the country because if she does, she can't come travel. back. Right. That sucks. I imagine that. I, I feel bad for her because if someone told me I couldn't leave my country because if I did, I couldn't come back because it's not my country, but I want to live there. It's just, and no one does that to Americans. Like, we can pretty much go where the hell we want. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, hell, we can even go to Russia. It's a pain in the ass, but we can go. Have you been there? It's on the list. Really? Yeah. I've never had any. Um, There's so much fucking history there. I to I've said I would go with her. Because she's from there and she knows the country, I would never go unless I was going with someone who was from that place. Well, part of the reason I want to go is I also want to do the Trans-Siberian Railroad. What's that? I know, don't, I mean, I don't think I'm dumb or anything. I just don't know what that is. <laughs> so it is the railroad that goes from like Moscow all the way to the Pacific coast of Russia. Okay. Like pure across the country. It's It takes about seven days to get from like Moscow to- That would be cool though. Like the furthest fucking- East point of fucking Russia. Right. And I, if I have the money and time, I want to actually literally do a, an around the world trip. Yeah. I really want to go from like, I may just gloss over the States since I've been to pretty much everywhere. Yeah, me too. In the but, United States. No, just like bounce from New York, bounce to Western Europe, like probably go to Portugal. I haven't been to Portugal yet. I haven't been to Portugal either. Go like Lisbon, Barcelona, maybe... Maybe somewhere else in Germany because I've only been to Munich. I really want to go to Germany. Oh, Munich was rad. I went for Oktoberfest a couple of years ago. Oh, that's that's what I want to go. <laughs> I'll be a plus one. Like, Yay. We'll do that shit. Germans are nice people. Oh, it was, it was a good time. The food's amazing. Like, Do you have any dietary restrictions? So the only thing, I'm the, the least picky eater ever. I will eat anything. I mean, of course, because of what I do, I'm very conscious. Right. Six days out of the week, I eat pretty clean, but I love food. Um, well, I'm of the opinion, like, even if you kind of eat like shit in other countries, it's generally cleaner than eating like shit yeah, in America. definitely. Um, but Munich was rad. Munich was absolutely a fucking good time. It, what was hilarious to me, though, is we went to a couple of restaurants and like, because we're English speakers, some of like the staff were like British, we're like. <laughs> The no. fuck? We sound like British. <laughs> no, not Do at you all. guys not get Americans yeah, at all? Right. Like the fuck? Like not British at all. Not in the not least. Not even bit. tiny bit. <laughs> so I want to hit Berlin. 
Like, and then I would probably bounce back up to Helsinki. Like, I only got like 56 hours in Helsinki, and Finland was pretty rad. I heard Finland's great. I had a good time in Helsinki. I didn't realize how much fun I was going to have in Helsinki. Like, when I went, um, me and the crew that I used to travel with, we went to Amsterdam. We were like, Amsterdam's a great time. Amsterdam's okay. Like, I, I had a lot of fun. I wouldn't I'll go back and we're gonna go when we go to Spain because it's so close but so what'd you do in Amsterdam I, I like I want to hear your I Amsterdam got food poisoning. <laughs> no so that, that checks out so I went to a thing called dirty bird camp out in uh, Croatia so it's a festival but it was in Croatia Claude van stroke even you know met our boat and he's the main DJ that puts it on an amazing person don't know him but I've met him and he's just, his music's great I like really respect him. Uh, so we're in Croatia, you know, doing our festival thing, and we decide to take a train to Amsterdam. I was really tired, and one of my best guy friends was just, just you know, when someone just is in your ear and you're not having it, and they just keep on pestering you, kind of like when I tried to fight my friend. He was doing that to me. He just wouldn't shut up. I was hungover. I didn't want to hear it, so I was an asshole. Well, I got what I deserved. I had a huge luggage. I realized if you're going to be doing anything in Europe, make sure to pack light, especially if you're going to take a train or I had this massive suitcase. And at all other times, he would have been a gentleman and helped me. He's a 6'4", like big guy. He would have taken this. No, he's like, fuck you. You're getting your ass to Amsterdam by yourself. (laughs) I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to do this shit. So... God, I had this huge suitcase. I'm on the butt on the train to Amsterdam. People are looking at me like you like because I'm like in the way trying to carry this thing, like so uncomfortable. My friends in the other car just looking at me with this smirk on his face. Like, yeah, you could have prevented this if you weren't being mean to me. It was horrible. Finally get to Amsterdam to the hotel. He made me carry this thing the entire trip over. Um, we finally get to the hotel. I was like, I'm really sorry. And he goes, I know you are. I'm sorry I did that to you. It was kind of funny to watch. <laughs> sorry. So we get there. And of course, we go to the red light district. I had to see all that and uh, all the museums. Uh, we stopped at uh, like a Korean, like an Asian type of food place. I got so sick. Um, I could feel it like the hot flesh just coming over my body. And I was like, guys, I think I'm going to go back to the room. You know, just check on me later. I just don't feel good. Anyone who's had food poisoning knows what you go through. It is terrifying. And the worst is to do it while you're on vacation. Oh, my. The fucking worst. In a worst. different country. Oh, yeah. So their they're over-the-counter medications aren't the same. Like, we've got a lot of good stuff here. And just it's the hospitals, everything like, closes down at specific times. So I didn't know what to do. But the only thing I didn't know is there was – I always got my, my weed not – on red light district where that shit's not even weed. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, there was a place called the the Panther or something like that. It was a little off, but it was where all the locals went to get their stuff. And they had these brownies, these space cakes. I had had one and just, it took me to a different level. My friend was like, this is all I have. I got a space cake. If you get any worse, call me. I'll come back and we'll we'll find a hospital. And I said, all right, man. I ate it. Weed's a magical drug. It knocked me out completely so, so I couldn't throw up anymore or anything else. And he comes home and 
wakes me up. He's like, how are you? I was like, I am great. <laughs> Thank you for that space cake, man. <laughs> Sometimes all you need is a little rest. Yes. And some good marijuana. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Amsterdam, like, you know, they moved the red light district. Though. They're closing that shit down because of COVID. Like, they closed it down because of COVID and, like, they're, that real estate's too valuable, so they're redeveloping it. What are they going to do with it? That's the whole, like, the- Like, restaurants, tourism, shit like that. I liked the red They're moving light. to, like, more of a Czech-style brothel system. That's, I mean. It's bullshit. It's, I loved that whole concept. I love seeing the girls in, in, you know, dancing in those windows, all types, big, small. Did you partake while you were there? No. Um, one of my guy friends almost did. I was this close. I'm like, a girl like but none of the guys that i was but they were all just my guy friends so we would it's not anyone i would have had a threesome with and i wasn't just gonna bang a girl by myself why now, not no, why now, not now when i go back to amsterdam i'm buying a girl it's it's gonna happen but at that time i was still a little shy when it came to girls and i wasn't gonna bang any of my guy friends <laughs> this girl so uh i didn't do it and one of them he was he was a little shy it's like do it, dude. Like, I don't care. I mean, I'll pay for it. You're a good friend. Yeah. You're a good friend. Too. I didn't when I was there, literally because I fucking got greedy. I, I saw... You got greedy. Well, I saw a girl. I'm like, oh, she's fine as shit. I'm, I'm down. But let me make a lap first to make sure this is where I want to be. And I just never saw her again. And uh, everyone else I like, so I was like, nah, I'm cool. No, so I had this conversation earlier. If you see something that you want to buy, just do it. Like, if you really are like, I really like this, because I've done this and I haven't bought it. And later I'm like, oh, I really wish I would have bought it. And then you never see it again. <laughs> I, believe me, I would have bought it if I had like made that lap. Because I everyone else I saw, I'm just like, nah, I'm cool. Nah, nope, nah, nope, nope, nope. Like, you think like, oh, prostitutes and windows. Everyone's a fucking 10. Not everyone's no, a 10. Not-, <laughs> not everyone's a fucking 10. The the I woman I might be a ten for someone else though. For sure, for sure. But in my eye, I saw a ten, and I'm like, well, you can't go with like the first thing you see. You wanted a fifteen, or well, I just need to make a lap and make sure that was the ten I wanted to spend money on. Right. And I'm like, never saw her again, and everyone else is just like, nah, I'm cool. So I did not partake while I was in Amsterdam. That's unfortunate. It but is. you know what? It's just a life lesson. It is. Least I've had sex in Europe. Like one of the life goals. <laughs> the least I've had. Sex. Well, one of the life goals is to have sex on every continent. Oh hell yeah! Um, one of my my best friends. She uh, she's a friend. We were in in London, and I met some guy. And this is how good of a friend she was. She got us an Airbnb. She's always she's so good at picking Airbnbs, like the most unique ones. I'm like what? Uh, but this was the last time we got a one bedroom, one bath Airbnb. I'm like, girl, we can afford two bedrooms. She slept in the kitchen for me so that I could bang this dude um, in the room right next. She made a little bed in the kitchen. That's a good fucking friend. That is an amazing. Not even. I didn't even have to ask. She went to the kitchen. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm making a bed. I'm like, girl, really? She goes, yeah, you better fuck the shit out of him. I hope you win woman for her like the no, next night. The next night I did. I slept in the kitchen. For her. Because Hell yeah. she did that for me. Hell yeah. Right. <laughs> Good on you. Good on you for that shit. Some people are just amazing. So where, what countries have you had sex in? I'm curious. I've had sex in 
Amsterdam, Costa Rica, Colombia, Argentina, Thailand. Oh, God, that was amazing. Um, I mean, most of the states in the United States. <laughs> so that's, that, that is another goal to have sex in all 50. Yeah. I'm at 20-ish and I change. Mean, there's. Um, I'm, I'm a completionist. I want all 50. Okay. I mean, that's... I've been enough. to 45. I've only had sex in 20 odd. Okay. That's fair enough. That's a good goal. Uh, oh, Mexico. Millions of times. <laughs> France. London. Croatia. I think that's, that's it. No. Not I'm, too bad. Not shabby at no, all. No, not yeah. at all. I'll not, I'll not no Asia or Africa, though. I've never been to Africa. That's definitely on my list. I want to do a safari. I went to South Africa. I did not do a safari. I just hung out in Cape Town for a week. Is it, a, is it a great? It's a wild place. It's really? a wild fucking place. I'm not sure I'll go back. Like, oh, really? It's not that I didn't have a good time. It's just like it takes so fucking long to get there. How There's long? no direct flights from the States, so you got to fly to Europe and then fly down to fucking Africa. Well, how long did it take? So I did this in a long fucking route. I flew LA to New York, spent a day in New York, got shit housed in New York with my friends, like, <laughs> as you do in New York. I as love you- New York. I would never live there, but same. But same. I will, just like Vegas, I will came, went, saw, conquer, and then get the hell out. Exactly. <laughs> and then NYC to Paris. Did fourteen hours in Paris. Paris is. It was okay. I had a good time, like for a day, like yeah, day, yeah. just like day drinking. I got and, drunk underneath the Eiffel Tower. It was great. Yeah, we just me and my buddy like just hopped the fucking metro to Notre Dame and like we're like bars, cafes, eat some snails. It's on. Eat some snails. Oh yeah, gras. Got to <gasps> got to do escargot while you're there. Oh, escargot is delicious. It is. It fucking is. Yeah. And then it was. Have you had foie gras? I have. Good shit. It is the. But you can't eat too much of it, or you can get really sick. Guilty. Life lessons we're <laughs> learning from Caitlin here. Life lessons, folks. Oh my god! Oh, that poor girl. She ate too much full gras and got sick. That's like the bougiest. No, it, it's not like saying you ate too much caviar and got sick. I mean, I like caviar. It's good. I like the way it pops in your mouth. Pinkies out, motherfuckers! Pinkies out. <laughs> but then from Paris, it's twelve hours to, down to Joburg. Then two hours from Joburg to Cape Town. Like, it was a long fucking way to get there. Okay. Thailand was 22 hours. I got drunk twice. I got drunk on the way there to Tokyo. Have you actually been to Tokyo? No, just the airport. I heard that that's somewhere I also want. I was just in the airport. Um, I'm sorry, audience. Tokyo is my happy place. Really, I, I I've heard so many great it, things about Tokyo. I love it so much. I lo- like honestly, the minute I'm safe to go there, I'm probably just gonna go. Yeah, I mean, I, I will definitely make that a trip too. Are you coming with me? Or are you just tagging along no, on my we're trip? We're going together. Okay, we're going together. <laughs> Pinky swear on that shit. We're, Pinky swear. Oh, it's on camera. It's on oh, camera. Way, I am known for keeping my promises. Oh shit, we're going to Tokyo. <laughs> like. I hope you like the divey metal bars because I... I love all music. Uh, I actually, my sugar daddy was a... Uh, he was really big into like old school rock. like So I've seen Saxton, Metallica, Judas Priest. Wow. I mean, like, I know your age, so like, I'm not going to be offended by that, but calling Metallica old rock is well, like... it's not... I mean, it kind of is. 
Adams. Uh, no, but it's still offensive to hear. A Judas Priest. Oh, no. Priest is definitely. Like, he was impressive. This guy's like. Oh, Rob Halford is a fucking showman. <laughs> I have nothing. Nothing is more magical to me. I saw Priest. His costumes. I'm like, oh. yes. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I, I saw Priest at OzFest in like 06 in fucking Wisconsin. At Alpine Valley, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> and nothing like Rob Halford. Very out in the open homosexual man getting a crowd, an amphitheater full of Midwestern metalheads to sing along to Hellbent for Leather. <laughs> like, if there's not a more gay metal anthem out there right? than Hellbent for Leather. So, and like all these Hellbent, Hellbent for Leather. <laughs> and my ex, my sugar, ex sugar daddy, uh, I'll call him Biff because that's what we used to call him. He, uh, Biff Steele. <laughs> He uh, he's like, yeah. It's like his dick was in my face all the time because you know he was always had to be on the front, just like dick in my face, dick in my face. <laughs> Didn't realize that he was enjoying it more than I thought I was. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> no. like, yeah! Rob Halford is an amazing showman. Yeah. Absolutely amazing showman. How old is he now? He's like in his seventies, right? Oh, at least, at least. I mean. Priest has been around since the 70s, so. That is incredible. He's still got it. Like, you know, he's, the costumes don't fit the same way, but he was killing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he is such a fucking good showman. Like, if you ever get the opportunity to see Jewish Priest, and there probably is not that many opportunities left, I fucking see them. I did. I've seen him twice. So I've seen them without Halford and with Halford. It, was a, it wasn't the same, right? No. And then with Halford is... 100% the way to go. Oh, you got a taste left there. You might as well kill that fucking should, bottle. Yeah. See, did I warn you I'm a horrible enabler? Uh, oh, you did. oh, yeah. Sorry. I told you I like wine. It's fine. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just like, oh, yeah, you just got a little bit left. Just fucking kill the bottle. It's fine. Like, I try to be conservative. Like, just, just leave a little bit. <laughs> That's, you left a little bit in the second bottle. It's fine. Yeah. You're just fun to talk to. Aw. Aw. I'm going to blush. Aw. <laughs> I guess I should pour myself a little more, too. <laughs> but, yeah, go to Japan. Go go to Japan. Oh, I am. And I, I found it very interesting. That airport was easy to navigate. And it was all in Japanese. But they're great at signage. I'm like, I don't get some of these airports in the United States. Minneapolis being one of them. Um, MSP is horrible. LAX, I hate this airport. That's one thing I don't like is the airport. Atlanta's pretty shitty at times, no, too. Atlanta. Plane train. It's one. So LAX, you go from this terminal. to Oh, the no. Shuttle. Getting around LAX sucks. Yeah. So Atlanta's, people don't realize it's one, one line. Just one line. So you get on one train and it either goes this way or it goes this way. But it's going to hit every single terminal. It is the busiest airport in the world. But they are so good at turning people over and getting through lines. Like I've been through some pretty shit security lines in Atlanta before. When's the last time you were in Atlanta? I mean, it's been eight years. Okay, there you go. Um, and do clear. like. Oh, no. I'm TSA pre-check. Like, yeah. Global entry. I'm a, I'm a real world traveler. Do, I have do, do you do clear though too? See, clear's not worth the fucking money. No, it is. For me, it is. Like TSA clear. But, so I I wait in security like five, 10 minutes. Yeah, but I get that with pre-check and I don't have to spend fucking a couple hundred a year on it. Well, it's like 170. Yeah, versus 
fucking global entries 200 for five years. Right. I, I mean, I just like having all my, cause every airport is different. Um, some don't have clear, some, you know, pre-check, but if you have pre-check clear, you can glide through. Fair enough. Fair enough. Global entry really is important though. Oh, it is. Especially back in the day where before they had apps to check back in for customs, like being able to just wave a receipt at customs. He's like, I'm good, motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. I'm good. I'm good. Fuck off. I'm <laughs> also in full disclosure, I smuggle Cuban cigars in every time I come back Why from out of country. Smuggle Cuban cigars. The embargo. That's crazy. I I don't know How do you smuggle them in? I just put them in my fucking carry-on and most people don't fucking look. <laughs> No, they don't care. They're looking for bombs. Right. They're looking for bombs. And also, like, most TSA agents have no idea what a Cuban cigar is versus another cigar. Right. On declarations, like, nope, I did not bring any contraband into the country. <laughs> so I, uh, I was in Arizona recently before I came here. I'm sorry. Oh, Arizona. Scottsdale's cool. I mean, I would never live there, but. The, the whole Phoenix area is all the bad parts of Vegas with none of the good. That's, I mean, it's hot as hell. Um, it's hot as hell. It's got no fucking soul. It's all strip malls and subdivisions. Yeah, it's it's not somewhere I would live. But I was recently there. I, it's a place that sells legal weed. You know, I like to smoke. I like to, to ingest. That's my drug of choice. Um, so I, of course, have a dispensary happy as a clam buying four to $500 worth of edibles. That'll last me a while. I bring it back here, but of all the times, all the times, I never have to go buy a dog. I do clear or pre-check. No dog's ever involved. I go through clear. They're like, oh, by the way, you have to walk by the dog. I just spent, I don't know how much time in the bathroom trying to hide all this stuff that I had, which they could have found in five seconds. <laughs> so much. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to go to jail. Um, but it's it's legal. I'm going from one legal state to another. That's the only time like, I really- You do know when you fly out of LAX, they don't even care. They legally do not care. That's perfect. I didn't. So I was freaking out. The dogs aren't sniffing for weed. I looked at the dog like, please, please don't rat me out. And he's yeah. just like. No, do, do, dogs do bombs or drugs. They don't yeah, do both. They don't do both. And people don't realize that. But I knew that. But I was still <laughs> like. Because yeah, because this is going to be the drug one. I'm only ever worried about the drug one when I come on through customs. Yeah, because. I mean, what are they really looking for here? Um, do they even arrest people for weed anymore? Depends on where you go. Depends on where you go. Like, I'm sure if you land in fucking Alabama, they're going to fucking arrest you. <laughs> That's Alabama. Who's going to Alabama? I, I've been there. Yeah, I have too. Decent fucking oysters, but. Decent oysters? Yeah, no, I had some good food. Uh, it was a Birmingham. No, no, it was Birmingham. Like. The mobile, mobile, like that's right on the fucking golf. Like I had good seafood there. So I noticed like there's not much besides Florida, like and New York, but Georgia, there's Atlanta. There's the there's Savannah. <laughs> you could tour Savannah in a day. Well, yeah, most most states don't have major, major metropolitan areas. They're like, oh, this is our big city. It ain't fucking big. Yeah, but California has got all and so does Florida. They you guys we have very diverse places to go. Like there's not just one city, there's multiple. But California has Napa Valley. I forgot about that. Well, we have Napa Valley. We have the whole Bay Area, like San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose are all very different cities. Yeah. And I would, I think I, I say this now, 
that I would retire in San Diego. It's too slow for me right now, and it's not enough population. But it's so beautiful. I love San Diego. And Tijuana's right there. I know. So I might, un unless I retire in a different state or country, I'm going to retire in San Diego. Well, good on you. I'm never retiring. Eh, there you go. <laughs> like, well, not by choice. I just think I'm just never going to be like... Of an economic level where I'm like, I ever retire. I think I'm just going to be fucking grinding until I die. That's okay. Are you okay with it? I mean, I got no choice about being okay with it. <laughs> what am I going to do? Just give up now and be like, fuck it. <sighs> I mean, a lot of people do that. Well, that's their fucking problem. Yeah, exactly. And I'm. Sh it doesn't seem like you're, a, you're hurting as far as She's hating like, your job. Oh, this is absolute <laughs> agony. Could you not tell? Like, I hate every I moment of this. I'll put you in the face. Well, maybe I'm into that. What the fuck? No, please don't punch me in the face. Please, please, please don't punch me in I'm the face. I'm not a violent person. More brown liquor in. No. no. <laughs> Let me just slide my glass over. <laughs> Caitlin's all of a sudden like break, cracking her knuckles. Just uh, all right. So one of my friends, she doesn't drink tequila. The last time I was in L.A., actually the last, last time, last time I was here was for 4th of July last year, which was crazy. I'd never seen so many fireworks. <laughs> they our happen year round. Alone, they fucking happen. Our party alone had 150 mortars. But the hills, you remember seeing it? It was on the news. It's like, Governor says, no fireworks this year. <laughs> it was like hours and hours of fireworks. <laughs> it's like that fucking year round. Like this neighborhood, there is fucking fireworks all the goddamn time. They had something, uh, Tukovsky. How do you say it? It's, he's a, um, an old classic conductor. I'm a big, huge fan. Um, Fireworks spectacular thing going on like yesterday or I saw the sign for it. I'm like, oh my God, I would love to see that. <laughs> Classical music and fireworks, bring it. 1812. Uh, that'd be so amazing. I'm sure they do that shit pretty often. I saw the sign. I mean, I saw the sign. So I'm definitely going to be hitting that up at some point. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my friend got drunk uh, on tequila we went to a dispensary in Hollywood and I turn around and she's gone. Her purse is there. Her phone's there. She's just not physically there. And I'm like asking, they're like, she ran across the street. Why? They're like, she said she had to use the bathroom. Looked everywhere for six hours. I was walking the streets. I even went to the police station. I'm like, I know the rules about, but could you just put a, you know, put it out there that there's a female who's wasted Never has done this before on the streets of Hollywood, L.A. And <laughs> six hours later, she calls me. She's in Beverly Hills. Like, um, what? And she's like, I have no idea. She's like, the last thing I remember was twerking on, you know, Hollywood Boulevard with you at that, <laughs> at that place with the margaritas. It's like spider twerking. Yeah. Um, and uh, next thing she knows, there's a couple like, Hey, sweetie, are you okay? In Beverly Hills. I'm like, at least you made it to Beverly Hills. At least you upgraded. <laughs> yeah. You didn't end up in South Central. No. <laughs> Holy shit. But I wish I would have had a camera on her head. What does she do? How does she get? How far is that? Depending on where you were in Hollywood, only four or five miles. Oh, okay. It wasn't that bad. But no. she walked that far. Like, So that's an hour and a half walk at the average human walking speed. What did she do for six hours? Who knows? I was stressing out. Pro tip. 
check your fitness app on your phone to see where you stop and where you start again. Really? <clears throat> I found that out getting real drunk in Tokyo. Because <laughs> it's like, okay, I walked here. I stopped. And then I started moving again. And I walked. Okay. So just because that thing's always running. Yeah, your and fitness- you'd be like, okay, so I was partying here. Walked here, partied here, passed or, out here. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, my, I'm not going to retell. I'll retell the story off air, but my audience has heard the story enough times where, like, one of the trips to Tokyo, I got real drunk and ended up sleeping in a planter at a fucking train station. A planter? Mm-hmm. Just, like, passed out in a planter at a train station. <laughs> I've never done that before. No one said anything? Like, No, no. Like, so... <laughs> business people getting so drunk that they pass out on the street is very common in Tokyo. Really? Yeah. There's actually a artist who made a coffee table book of passed out businessmen <laughs> on the street. Like a photographs of passed out businessmen on the street where you draw chalk outlines around them. That is so cool. They he would a, draw he would draw when they're passed out. <laughs> they are such a work hard, play hard culture. Like it they is are. completely commonplace to And swap. they're they're freaky as shit. Some of that stuff that's coming out, I'm like, whoa, or that they're into. It's, I mean, like I said, as long as you're not doing children or animals, have that, fun. That's hurting other things. Yeah, like, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Between two consenting adults, yeah. game on. Yeah, just I might not be into it, but that doesn't mean that you aren't. You know? Exactly. Like, as long as it's between two, two consenting adults, have that. Exactly. Have fun. Exactly. It's our bodies. Yep, exactly. Good times were had. <laughs> Good times were had. But you have to go. You, I mean, we have to go. Apparently, we pinky swear down. Yes, we did. It's on camera and shit. Pinky swear. <laughs> shit. We'll see if Caitlin falls under the long line of guests who are like, oh, I'm going to go places with the mat, and then it just never happens. No, it would be you that it doesn't happen with. I, it will always happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we'd have fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd bring my friend Chi along. You can bring a friend. It would be so much fun. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> she was supposed to leave today at 7 a.m. And then turn to 5 p.m. And I just text her. I'm like, girl, I'm back in Hollywood. About to do this, you know, podcast. She's like, yeah, I think I'm taking the 7 p.m. flight. <laughs> nice. We'll see after I leave if she made that flight or not. <laughs> she head back to Atlanta or? She lives in Seattle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. She just came. Uh, she knew I was here and. Our friend just graduated with his um, medical from medical school, and um, he just got married to this beautiful man, and we had a great time. <laughs> Hell yeah! The last time I had seen him was at that Fourth uh, of July ex- scra- extravaganza, and uh, she ends up she ends up uh, getting back to the party in a shopping cart. <laughs> Always good times when people show up in shopping. Carts. <laughs> Always a good time. Responsible choices were made when. Yeah, when there's a shopping cart involved. It was just so funny to wake up the next day and see that shopping cart in the fucking driveway. Holy shit. That's fucking wild. (laughs) Said I will live a wild life. I have some wild friends. But we're response. Like just yesterday, we're day drinking. There was a doctor, an attorney, a CEO, (laughs) Chanel rep. Like, I was like, we're adults, right? We're successful adults. And everyone was, is faking at <laughs> everyone. Like, completely wasted. Like, barely had sleep the night before. You know, no one had to work the next day besides me. Um, but I was up at 6 a.m. 
and makeup and I did what I had to do. And you, you're an adult and you choose to be a, you know, degenerate. And you better wake up the next day and be an adult. Wholeheartedly agree. Wholeheartedly agree. If you call off because you got too drunk the night before, you're fuck you. Definitely. I agree wholeheartedly. And I've regretted, you know, like, but I'm still there. Oh, I have suffered through it. I have absolutely suffered through it. I mean, so back in Chicago, I used to, part of the armed security gig, I worked for an armored car company. Like, literally, it was on bank trucks delivering money. Oh, shit. Oh. I always wanted to ask them what that was like. It's Did a shit job. S- it's a shit Were job. Were you ever scared? A couple times. Yeah. You- You're carrying around millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone knows that. Yep. I definitely rolled into work in 07 after a show. So drunk that I was puking. So uh, we, when you service ATMs, you have bags that you seal up and like put the money in. I was puking in the ATM bag, sealing them up and throwing them off the truck throughout the day. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, no, it's funny. You don't, you're allowed to laugh at that. It was pretty fucking funny. Oh, that sounds horrible. Oh, it was a bad, it was a bad night and it was a, Pretty rough day. Like at 9.30 in the morning, like when I had to actually start servicing real customers instead of just ATMs, like one of the customers who were like, I was always really flirty with, I rolled in and she's like, holy fuck, you smell like a still. Ooh. I'm like, I'm sorry. She's like, rough night. I'm like, yes, yes. please give me your money. Now. <laughs> no, it's, and the weirdest, I, I'm usually always responsible before sets, but the last two times, there's just certain times, like my best friend just flew in. You know, I was celebrating his, you know, medical degree. So I went to bed at a decent hour, but I still felt like straight shit. Six in the morning comes very quickly. It does. But at the end of the day, you got to work to live, not live to work. Yeah. And, but. You still showed up to work. So The that's last all. two times it's happened, I think have been my best pictures. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Because I don't know if I'm telling my makeup artist. Get rid of these bags. But I look at the pictures. And I'm like, God damn, that was that was awesome. And the set goes so great. And I think it's just the adrenaline like kicks in. And by the time I leave set, I'm there's no hangover. I'm just. I mean, I would never know that you've been up since six o'clock in the morning and we're drinking all last night at this point. I would never know. Actually, I started Friday uh, with Crystal. Did that whole, you know, Yamashiro, I can't even say it. Yamashiro. Yamashiro and Temple. And then woke up, went to uh, the Motley model house at nine o'clock in the morning for an interview. (laughs) And then. Wait, what is the finger interview? Oh, well, they want me to sign with them. So I was just checking out the banner and like, you know, I call it an interview because it was, it was an interview. They'd already wanted to hire me, but. Well, no, no, so. Not to like turn back to a like serious topic, they work for you. To never fucking forget that agents work for you, not the other way around. Right. Just, just putting my two cents out there. That is. No, that's a great way to think about it. No, that's no. I mean, true. legally, it's just how it is. Yeah. Agents are your employees. Right. Never. That is one of the biggest problems with this industry. From the jump, is too many performers act like they work for an agent. Your agent works for you. They are your agent. Right. Sorry, I didn't mean to get no, back on a serious topic. No, I, I actually really appreciate that because um, I, I, you were interviewing them. Yeah, that oh. that was it. They 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 wanted me there. They wanted to see me. I already had, you know, I was interviewing them definitely. But <laughs> don't forget that shit. Like your publicist, your agent, 
and in management, they all work for you. You're the talent. They work for you. Don't I, forget that shit. No, I won't. Uh, I will leave here and never forget that ever. All right. Yeah. Sorry. It's just one of those things where like two main performers in this industry act like they work for their agents. Like, oh, I, I can't do this because my agent will get mad. Like, that's your employee. <laughs> Why the fuck are you up? <laughs> yes, your agent may drop you. But at the end of the day, they work for you. Their responsibility, they make money by booking you work. Right. You don't make money because they booked you work. No. It's, they make money. Yeah. Yeah. And I I mean, I loved hearing it out loud. It, it's, it, it's one of, you know, there's certain things people say and they really like resonate and you take them. That was one. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> You're more than welcome. And I like, I have some other things I will say off air about that shit. Like the, you as a new performer are probably unaware of. I would, I would, like I said, I like, I like getting advice, whether I choose to take it or not is, is mine, but just hearing and getting some mentoring and just experiences that you've seen is, is golden to me. There is no porn one-on-one and like, I don't know. I, I want to see people succeed. Like, I don't want to be like, Oh, hey, I just had this great fucking hang with Caitlin and we just great podcast and like six months later you're just gone. No, I'm not I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm having but way it, too much fun. Everyone says that. Everyone fucking says that. I I'm hoping that you're here. I I, I, I want you to succeed. But everyone fucking says that. No one jumps into porn being like, yeah, I'm gonna do this for six months and I'm out. Yeah, you're right. So what do you think? Like since you've seen so many girls come in and out, there's a huge turnover rate. What do you think about me? Uh, even though we've only, you know, known each other for what? I don't even know what to Oh, believe it or not, we've been at this for over two hours. No way. Yep. Are you kidding me? Nope. That's so cool. Oh my God. Well, so I did a, a Cherry Pimps uh, webcamming. I've never webcam before. And they're like, you have to be on there for an hour. And I said... What am I gonna do for an hour? I've never even done this before. Like, just see, just be yourself, just be yourself. That's all you need to do. Um, they gave me some pointers. Five, he's like, five minutes, like say goodbye. I'm like, what? I'm looking, I'm like, but I'm just getting into it. <laughs> time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. So I like I'm happy to hear that you're having a good time. Oh, the worst. That's what I actually like to hear. The worst. The worst time. <laughs> no. You're bubbly. You're outgoing. Like, you have things to fucking say besides just like, I like to suck dick. <laughs> you have life experiences behind you. I mean, and I do, but. You're willing to like, from what I'm able to tell, you're willing to stand up for what you believe in. You're not just going to let someone fucking walk all over you. Fuck no. You're going to have I'm a good. i too old for that. Right. You're going to have a good career in front of you. Thank you. As long as you're willing to put in the fucking work. And oh, like, I, I am. I think you are. I am. I mean. As I said, audience, she just was on set. Like, she was just fucking on film for a long fucking day. Set days are never short. After partying from Friday until... Right. And it's still fucking here. And we are two hours and 15 minutes into this. And we are still going. I probably should, like, actually call last call on this motherfucker and, like, wrap this podcast up at some point. But we're having a good time. I don't know. <laughs> Kaylin, should we wrap this up? Do you yeah, want to go? I mean, I'm still... I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well... If she's good, I'm good. Like, I can keep going. Two consenting adults. Two consenting adults <laughs> talking on the internet. On the internet. The internet.
the internet. They are not just for pornography. They're also for podcasts. Podcasts are interesting to me. The radio still exists. You're going to get me going on a whole fucking thing now. So I love this medium because this is the last Wild West medium. This is fun. Like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> we can say or do whatever the fuck we want here. Like Spotify, Apple, there's no censorship. Right. The video version, like I have to put it, I have to farm it out to video, Vimeo because YouTube does censor. But the audio version, we can say what the fuck we ever want. As long as it is not hate speech, Apple does not fucking care. And I love that. That, And also, it has been two hours and 15 minutes roughly. Neither one of us had looked at our phones. Why? That's so unprofessional, though. Right. But how often do you have a real conversation with someone with neither party looking at their phones? Well, I have a rule that is, that's true. I have a rule though for myself whenever I'm at dinner or in a social situation, I don't, I, phone is gone. But you are the exception, not the rule there. Yeah, I know. It's just, we are so, in, I'm, I get it. I, I'm on my, my Oh phone no, always. I'm a horrible fucking junkie <laughs> to the dopamine. But that's what I love about this. Like I get to be engaged. I'm here with you. Yeah. You and I are here together talking, bullshit and drinking. And neither one of us are looking at our phones. Yeah. We are here in the moment, enjoying the moment. And that doesn't happen in almost any other medium. Like, almost everything else is like, it's staged. Like, if you're on set, yeah, you're not looking at your phone set. But that is acting. That's not like you being here as a person. Like, you're playing Caitlin Bell, the character. Right. Versus Caitlin Bell, the person here on mic, talking about real-life experiences right. and drinking and having fun. Exactly. So I love this medium. That is why I've been doing this for as long as I have. Like... Believe me, I don't, I ain't making Joe Rogan money out of this shit. <laughs> but at least you're enjoying what you're doing. Exactly. Like I, you said earlier, it's not, I mean, we all want financial freedom, but unless you really love what you're doing, it doesn't, money does not buy happiness. I know that firsthand. I had a lot of it and I was miserable because it wasn't on my terms. It wasn't how I wanted it. It was someone else's. And I don't care how much money you have. If you're not happy with what you're doing and where it's coming from, it's just bullshit. <laughs> I'm 100% agree. There were points in my life where I made upper middle class money. Like I was making pretty good fucking money. And it was just fucking miserable. It's just like, oh, hey, I've had to make a lot of personal sacrifices for this money. And when I want to do what I want to do with this money... Well, a lot of my friends aren't in the same economic stature where they could enjoy it with me. Right. Like, so I'm now in the choice of like having a weird power dynamic being like, yeah, I'll pay for you to come with me. Right. Or just doing it on my own. And I ended up most of the time doing it on my own. Like I went to Australia by myself. I'm like, fuck it. I want to go to fucking Sydney. Nobody else can afford to go. Fuck it. I'm going to Sydney. You're like me. I just go. I'm yeah. like... I, I mean, usually have someone come with me, but I'm very picky when it comes to traveling because you don't know what someone's going to be like when they're traveling. And my dad taught me, he was like, just, just prepare that it could be the worst. Just prepare that it could be the worst. Things are not going to go right. And just, just prepare yourself for that. And make sure whoever is with you has knows the exact same concept. Because if not, it's going to be the most miserable time you've ever had in a place that you've wanted to be. Like, <laughs> I'm so picky. I have two old friends that I will never travel with again. I would leave my friend. I've one time had to. was 
I left her like, no, you're not going to fuck up this experience for me because you can't handle your shit. Like, no, bitching about everything. Things happen. Flights get delayed. Airbnbs aren't as cool as they look on pictures. Like things happen. And if you can't accept that, you're going to ruin my life or not my life, my experience. (laughs) I agree. The first trip to Tokyo, I went with a old friend, old friend, and just like, we're not travel compatible. He gets passive aggressive about shit. And like, there are points where like, I snore. I fucking snore. Okay. I snore. We're sharing a room. And he, when he was really like, bad, it was really bad. I, I like, I have a CPAP machine now. So okay. like, like I've dealt with it, yeah. but at the time it was really fucking bad when he would decide he was up in the morning, he would turn on the lights and like, I'm up. Oh, that is so rude. Yeah. Especially on vacation. Yeah. So it, I don't like when people like, hold like reservations for dinner. Big pet peeve. I'm on vacation. I don't need a time schedule. If we're going to have dinner, we're going to have dinner. Like, Whenever we want to have dinner, I don't want a reservation. Maybe you know if it's a special occasion, a right? Birthday. Or like a a hard to get seats. Yeah, like, like get it. Like oh my god, this is a fucking Michelin star restaurant in some yeah. city, and like something's really special. But some people are like, no, we're gonna have dinner at this place, lunch at this place. We're gonna do this, do that, and they like. Oh no, them. I'm I'm so little itinerary guy. You pull a itinerary out, I'll laugh my ass off. Right? No, I'm all about like <laughs> rip it up and say have fun. <laughs> We wake up when we wake up, and then like, okay, let's eat. What do you want to let's check out this spot? Like, I am all about exploration. Every time, like, like ro- I want to roll out and be like, that place looks cool. Let's go there. Yeah, exactly. All right, hit or miss. That place was cool or not. All right, let's check some shit out. Like, let's go to like some shopping district. Let's go to some arts district. Let's check out some museums. Like, let's just like. It's vacation. Play by fucking ear. Right. That's the whole point. And people don't get that concept. It's because they are not. People need a schedule all the time. The point about vacation is there's no schedule. You're just. just You're on vacation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Like because of his passive aggressiveness, like I won't travel with him. And then like another friend who just wants. Who's passive aggressive. And the other friend who like when we were in Japan, it's just like. They're such a respectful culture. Yeah. And he was just acting a fool. And it was oh, just like. Oh, no. We were out at like a tapenaki place, like an all you can eat tapenaki place and just fucking killing it. And when you say hi in Japanese, that's yes. Like, hi. That's yes? Yeah. Okay. Hi. And the servers would say hi to something and he'd go, hi. And like, it's like, dude, you're being ignorant. You're being fucking ignorant right now. Oh, he was, he was. Being con- not condescending, that's not the right word. He was being an asshole. He like, was just, yeah, he, he just thought he was being funny. He was being ignorant. It's just like, dude, like, this is definitely not the right culture for that. Like, Yeah, don't make fun of them. Yeah, like, so we don't want to travel with, I, I don't want to travel with that dude. <laughs> Pretty much everyone else, like, I'm good with. Like, I'm just looking to explore food, like. That's part of the reason Amsterdam's not like on my top list because the food sucks. Yeah, the food sucks ass. (laughs) So I'm like all about like food and nightlife. That is what I want to see. Like I want to go eat amazing food and like get weird with locals. Like I don't want to go like, oh, this is the tourist bar. Like fuck that. No, I want to like roll into some dive bar and be like, yo, what do I need to see in your town? Like let's do some shots. Let's. So what I love about Amsterdam though is. 
that is still the one place where I got off the train and I saw the most beautiful mix of people and all these languages. I'm walking through. It's like, you know, like Spanish, French, German. Well, because it's, it's Europe's Vegas. <sighs> and it's just like all this energy of different cultures and different languages, most beautiful people. I'm like, what are you? What are you? Oh my God. Like, I just, I couldn't, I, it just was overwhelmingly the most incredible experience. <laughs> and I have never seen that before besides Amsterdam. Yeah, London and, you know, other places you'll see. But that, like, especially just that train station, I could sit there all day and just, I love people watching. I do it. Every time I travel, I go to the airport an hour before. I just sit there with my glass of wine. If it's, you know, really early, maybe my glass of wine or, you know, a cup of coffee. And I just watch. I'm not judging. It can be wine. <laughs> it can be wine in a coffee cup. I'm not judging. <laughs> and I just watch people and just listen. And they're just we're fascinating creatures. <laughs> now, the people watching is always amazing. It is. I agree. I agree. Right. <laughs> yeah. So where else are you trying to go besides Ibiza? Like when it's safe to do so. Okay, so... Um, Besides us going to Tokyo, apparently that's a thing that's happening. I want to do Iceland. I've heard... Reykjavik is supposed to be a good time. Great things. My my friend went there. She said it was absolutely beautiful. Um, Africa is definitely on there. But like where in Africa? I don't know. See, you said Cape Town was great. Cape Town was a, a, a real interesting place. Like, especially having an American accent, like just... Was like being a VIP in places. Like really, there was definitely some bars that had lines, and they heard our accent and just like, "Come on in," because <laughs> they know if you're an American that made the trek down there, you have money. Yeah, it's the dollar goes Australia. far down there. Australia, I really. We're in Australia though. Um, I want to go to okay, New Zealand, of course, and um, uh, um, what's the name main part of Australia? Well, the major cities are Melbourne, Sydney, Sydney, yeah. Sydney. So I don't, so I only know about some of these places that are most popular, but once I get to a country, I start talking to the locals, just like California or anywhere else. It's like, where should I go in this great country of yours or well, state? When I was in Sydney, like I actually spent most of my time in Newtown, which is a technically a suburb, but it's considered like an artist district. I'm like, okay, I'm going to check out the artist district. I met some bartenders that I'm still in contact with till this day, and it was like seven years ago. Wow! Actually, one of them flew to the states. And I showed him around LA. It was like it's. That's I heard they're um, they have some of the most poisonous animals, which the, I think is beautiful. Like I love animals so much. You're like if it murders me, it murders <laughs> me. It's fine. No, I mean, I'm not gonna get killed. Oh, let's not put that out into the universe. <laughs> Like Caitlin Bell dies from, you know, a jelly, a box jellyfish bite while in Australia. <laughs> yeah, saltwater crocs are ginormous, by the way. Hey, I'm in Florida. Those no, no. Crocodiles are insane. Yeah, saltwater crocs are ginormous. You saw them in Colombia, right? Yeah. The, the, the ones in Australia. I, I'll show you pictures when we get off air. How big are they? They're fucking. I saw one that was a dinosaur. That was not a crocodile. That was a dinosaur that lived. <laughs> Did not go through extinction. He was massive. I don't even know how many feet he was. It was just, oh. If I saw that, <laughs> these people in the car were just like filming it. 
It looked like a dinosaur just crawling by. Okay. Now, now I have to pull up a fucking picture. Like, I have to find this fucking picture of this fucking dinosaur from when I was in Australia. Like, no, like, you don't understand, like, how big fucking saltwater crocs are. Like, the fucking... Sorry, I have seven years of pictures to go back through. No, it's... <laughs> We're at 2018 already. We're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, pictures, man. I look at my pictures. I'm like... Actually, I, I've... At one point, I want to sell my phone. Just the... The content on my phone. <laughs> Screw making content. Just just sell my phone. What sort of crazy shit's on your phone? Dude, there's so much nudity on there. There's so much crazy stuff on there. All in good fun. <laughs> nudity on your phone? But I have to be careful, when I, even when, especially airports, because you're like scrolling through and uh, it's like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. No, I... Famously, I when I dealt with Australian customs, they found nudity on my phone. They went through your phone. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Why? So I declared vitamins, and then they're like, "Okay, now that you've declared those, we got to go through the rest of your shit." Even your phone. Yep. How is that legal? It's Australia. Who knows? So there's like a saltwater croc. Oh, uh, yeah, he's big. Yeah, he's a big motherfucker. This one was. Ten times bigger than that. No way. Yes. No fucking way. I swear to God. He was huge. That fucker is really big. So as we debate lizard sizes. (laughs) But yeah, they went through my fucking phone and like literally I had left a party like the night before I left town and had a picture of like a friend of mine eating out another girl's ass like on a patio. I had to explain to it like a 50 year old customs woman like, uh, so my friends like to party. Oh. Because <laughs> it's illegal to bring pornography into Australia. Why? It's illegal. How how is what I do with my body? Anyone's Oh no, it's wild because prostitution's legal down there. But you can't make a porn. Correct. How does how does that make any sense? I don't know. You could tax the people that but, are doing porn. You can't tax prostitution. I mean, you could tax prostitution. I mean, you could, but you could easily do it on the side and not. But it's the polar opposite of the U.S. where, like, prostitution is illegal, but fucking pornography is semi-legal. Pornography is no, semi-legal. it's not legal, I heard. So pornography is only legal in California and New Hampshire. It's legal here? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's by not state- legal in Florida. Nope. It's legal here by a state Supreme Court ruling from 1981. What about Vegas? Nope. Not legal there. Interesting. Yeah. Only California and New Hampshire are the only places it's illegal. New Hampshire? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so New Hampshire voted to put it on the books. California is by state Supreme Court ruling. For those of you who did not hear it, that is the second bottle of wine oh being opened. Oh, my God. Don't, you can't out me like that. You're on camera, woman. <laughs> You're on camera. I know. I'm enjoying myself. Well, I'd hope so. And I had a big sub before I came. It's Okay. And this is really good wine. I don't know. I just metabolize wine great. Like, it doesn't make me crazy. It makes... I'm just like, ooh, this is nice. <laughs> I mean, if I have to fucking order a third bottle, I'll order a no, third I, bottle. <laughs> no. Famous last words. Famous last words. No. <laughs> In all honesty, I probably should actually wrap this podcast. We've been going at two and a half hours. Yeah. We're more than welcome to hang afterwards. I just, I'm like, I have to do all the post-production on this, so... No, definitely. We can wrap it up. We will do part two. At some point when you were actually living out here. Okay. I am going to... Uh, I mean, if we're going to be traveling buddies, we're going to have to hang out again. No, we we definitely need to. I'm... <sighs> this isn't like live live, right? No, fuck no. Okay. But as part of calling last call on this motherfucker, Caitlin, where can they find you on the things? 
So you can find me at my Twitter is Caitlin Bell XXX. And my Instagram is Caitlin is naughty. By the way, it's with the C. C-A-I-T-L-I-N. <laughs> um, yeah, and I look forward to you, my fans, seeing my new, my scenes coming out. I have 19, only two have been aired. Um, one of them just got aired today with the, the banger bus. That was <laughs> so much, or the bang bros. Um, that was so much fun. Uh, and I will be here for a while, for a long time. Fuck yeah. Check Caitlin out. I, I feel like Caitlin and I are going to be hanging out for a little bit off air. So please check her out. Follow her on the socials. And as always, you can follow me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook, twitch.tv slash Matt F and Slayer. You can find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter and Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. Bye. <laughs>